Lounge. Welcome back. <laughs> it's very it's, uh, sort of smug and complacent <laughs> podcasting. Hello. Uh, uh, Lucky's talking. <laughs> Episode 11. I definitely haven't done an intro already. Definitely not. And um, today I'm joined by Harold. He's on his phone. Hello. Hey, yo. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, whilst you're in charge, I'm in charge of social media. So I'm just being like, oh, look who we've got. Sorry, I meant to be like, oh, look who we've got. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Feeling the love. Oh. oh, and who said that? No other than Ian. It's oh, Ian. Hello, hello, boys and girls. And where are you from, Ian? Um, <laughs> I am from Colchester in Essex, but now I'm from Rockville in America. Wowee. In Americana. In Americana. And just to confirm, you are doing great today, aren't you, Ian? I'm doing really well. I'm having an excellent day. Yeah. Aw, that's made me happy. Harold? Yeah. It's a lie. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm having a great, I'm having a great week so far. <laughs> it's been great. Yeah, it's great. And I'm just a bit tired. So uh, we thought, what better time to get together and record something. Splash, what was it? Bash one out. Knock one out. Knock one out. Let's see what we can get. Indulge in the pleasures of the Part. the auditory palm. And uh, <laughs> see what we can get. <laughs> See what Pamela Anderson is big in the uh, podcast oven. <laughs> see what we clean up. Should we start or just keep going? Just keep going. Just keep Don't going. Don't worry about it. You just can salvage something out of that. Yeah. Just just keep making an, a broad analogy between podcasting and, and masturbating. Um, I wasn't talking about masturbating, Ian. Oh. <laughs> it's a W. It's a C. Not a C. Now, <coughs> Eurovision is uh, tomorrow at the time of recording, and he's gone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have, I, I like Euro- Eurovision. Ian, do you like Eurovision? Are you, are you into it anymore? I, have you ever been? I can't bloody stand it. So, Ooh. what it is, right? And there's, I, I've got a number of things to say about Eurovision. But you, firstly, tell, you tell musically, me. Musically, it's a sort of carnival of disaster and, and merit-free mm-hmm. Euro pop. Mm. Um, I, a number of years ago, I happened to to have been married to someone who, um, who I'm no longer married to, who loved it, mm. but only uh, for Terry. That's Wogan. a reason. <laughs> only, only to sit there and get pissed and listen to Terry Wogan sitting there and getting pissed. And oh, it's so much fun! Oh, it's so, it's so camp! Yeah, yeah, yeah! It's, it's awful. And right, and if we had to leave Europe because <laughs> some people voted for Brexit, we should not be allowed to be in Eurovision anymore. And neither should we be in the European Football Championship. If they wanted us to leave Europe, we should have had to leave Eurovision and the Euros. I'd stand for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll I mean, take the rough with the smooth still, with that. We're, we're in Europe, but we're just not in continent-wise. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Politically, no. Yeah, not so much. No, no. But uh, yeah, Eurovision. I'd rather drink my own sick. Probably. Yeah, it's, would it's, you? Would you go as far as to drink somebody else's sick? Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'd I'd no, go you... as far to drink somebody else's sick from 1981 when Bucks Fizz won 
for making your mind up. So that's really fermented sick. It's it, it'd be like 20 a years of mould. It'd be like a kombucha. Yeah. It'd just be this mouldy piss water. One slice or two. No. <laughs> <laughs> it would make your teeth curl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ. Wow. Mm. Sorry, I'm just eating a Starburst. I got a big Ooh. pack. Would you Starburst. look at that? Of an American um, star I literally blue. can't stop eating them. What do we notice about these? The no blue green one. Oh. No, oh, no yeah. green. No, I thought this was a joke. No, it's a true fact. Wait, wait, what? What do you mean? There's no green starburst in America. Oh, I thought you meant there was no green on like the calorie information. What? No, there's no green flavour starburst in starburst. Don't think too much into it. Have we got green starburst yes. over here? Why is that? Is that the apple one? Good grief. Is that the apple one? <laughs> Fuck me. It's time. <laughs> what have you been doing with your life if you haven't eaten Starburst? Watching Eurovision. Watch it. Well, yeah, that, that explains a lot then. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, like Eurovision. Do you? I like Eurovision. What, what aspect of it do you do you enjoy the most? When it finishes. <laughs> well, I like the camaraderie. Um, the camaraderie that comes with a... Competition? <laughs> no. When, <laughs> well, yeah, because everyone's united in voting Britain last, irrespective of what song. Hey, I've got put a theory for that. I've got a theory for that. It's not my theory. Yeah. It's some guy called Nick's theory that I found online. Oh, Nick! <laughs> On a forum. Uh, oh, so yeah. Okay. He'll, uh, he'll tell this us what, what, what. Nick yeah. from the Eurovision forum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I th- I like how we all come together and just we know we're gonna lose. So. See, this That's is nice. this is some part of the problem that I have but with Eurovision. I'd is, love to finish. Well, go on, finish it. Finish your thought, <laughs> or Nick's thought, regurgitate. No, I'm going to say Nick's thought later. But well, this isn't even Nick's thought. No, this is my thought. Right, because Ian asked me a question, I'm just trying to answer. Right, go on then, answer <laughs> it. We can move on. <laughs> Get your bell ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just. I, I like how there's lots of songs that you don't really know what they're going to sound like. Well, you um, do. Yeah, you do, but... You do. Yeah. They go... Milk pop, yeah! Yeah. I like the milkshake! Well, I like I like that kind of music because it's funny. And um, I think everyone just takes the piss out of it now. I don't think anyone takes it too seriously, apart from the ones that do in Europe. Right. That isn't the UK. Did you ever hear... <laughs> Steve Coogan did an album donkeys years ago in character when he was this European singer, Tony Farino. And one of the tracks on there was yes. his fictitious <laughs> Eurovision entry, Papa Bendy. Wow. Now that, ironically, I would say, is probably the best thing the Eurovision Song Contest we has ever given not. us. I'm sure we could just sort of re-enter it. Well, enter it. I'm sure we could. What's it called? It's called Papa Bendy. And I believe it's B-E-N-D-I. Because he's a maverick. That's the one. Thank you very much. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, it's pretty much Eurovision. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah that's literally, if you like Eurovision, you'll love that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I don't know. It's just nice to get around the TV. It's nice to have some TV that everyone wants to, well, no, everyone, yeah, everyone in my family wants to watch it, and it's that's so rare. Do you think that's true, though? Do you reckon we've just sort of been bred to believe that we like it? I like not liking it. Like, it's shit. Like, I know it's crap, but I just like stuff like that. One of the main problems I have with it is that we enter even though we know we're just going to lose. Yeah. You so what's the point? You've got to show up, haven't you? We haven't got to show up. Yeah, you got to show up, haven't you? you like Ian it? said, we should be banned now. Yeah. No. People we have voted, made that decision. We voted to leave Europe, so we shouldn't be welcome at the table. Although there you go. Israel are in it, so... <laughs> they've got, they've got Australia. a definition of what counts as Europe. Yeah, and Australia. Like, yeah, europe Anyone we want, really. Yeah, all yeah. of the colonies are welcome. <laughs> now, a Russia in it. Wow. Yeah, Apart they are. Uh, no, That's... they're not. Yeah, they are. They're not. They are. Did no. they get? They should have been sort of turned away politely. I thought like, they were. Like no, in I'd... sport, where everyone said, "Oh, you're Russian. We don't want you in our sport anymore." Mazepin. Um, <laughs> when the, that, that happened in the foosball. The FA Cup or something was supposed to be in, in Russia or Champions League. Is that the same have thing? They, I'm pretty sure they were kicked out of the World Cup as well. Although, yeah. frankly, any excuse not to go to Qatar is a, a good thing. So. Mm. <laughs> well, what are you doing? I'm um, just. Oh, no, sorry. They are banned. They are yeah, banned. Yeah, I thought they were. I forgot what, what we were talking about. So, I mean, tomorrow night, everyone's going to vote for Ukraine, obviously. Yeah, yeah. their uh, favourite already. And England might do better than Russia. Just for uh, once. No. But if no. Russia aren't in it, we'll still no. come bottom. That's, yeah. You know. That's not going to happen. Our, our song's pretty... Uh, it's dreadful. Have you Yeah, it is it? dreadful. Yeah. Uh, He's got the annoying vibrato it's like Sam, of... Sam, Sam, Sam... What's his name? What's the name of the girl out of Mamma Mia? Uh, the actress... <laughs> sing- yeah. <laughs> like what's the tractor-driving singer. I can still recall... What's her name? I'm trying to look now. This would be good. If hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm so close to it. I'm so close. Well, it is Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried. Oh, Seyfried. yeah. Yeah. Yes. Very, very popular entertainer. Yeah, the popular, the singer formerly known as... Have you listened, Ian, to uh, our... <clears throat> our... Uh, oh, don't what, put it on. Our, what what do you call it? Our... Uh, entry. Entry, that's our, the one. Uh, entry. Oh, uh, no, I haven't. Would you like to indulge in the pleasure to... For, for the sake <laughs> of you probably want to play it at some point in this podcast, I'm going to yeah. say yes, I'd really love to hear it. Ian's a smart man. You're going to hear it anyway, you may as well hear it now. Exactly. Now, I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm getting... I get Sam... What is this? This. Heartburn. Oh, no. Just the whole thing. You get Sam. What's his name? You did a uh, Spectre. The intro for Spectre. Sam. Sam. Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Yeah. He looks nothing like Sam Smith. No, but uh, the whole demeanour, the ethos. The demeanour and ethos. It's very Sam. Sam Imagine Smith. having the ethos of Sam Smith. Oh, oh. God. Crap. Is the. <laughs> okay What's wrong enough. with his voice? Just 
It's gone. It's gone. Uh, I can't. Like, I can't. No more. That was gonna, that was only going to get higher. And it does. Yeah. My, it my does, eyes. Yeah. My eyes are watering already. <laughs> I think by the time he got up to top C, I'd probably have again prolapsed. Um, which, yeah. So in the first time we recorded, which didn't work, there was a lot of material about prolapsing, which I realised won't be in this bit. So. Everyone will be wondering what the hell is he talking about. We'll just we'll add a couple prolapse. more in. We'll oh, just, good. I'll yeah. cut in yeah. prolapse, prolapse, yeah. prolapse, prolapse. Yeah. yeah, just just drop in a couple of prolapses, lads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you could just sort that for me, later, <laughs> yeah. Be, yeah. just just oh, slip right. it in in post. <laughs> we'll sort it. We'll sort that in the edit. Yeah, yeah. in post. Yeah. <laughs> um, god awful. Our entry. Yeah, yeah, it always is. No, it's not always got all. Was the all. last good one last year's all right? What was it? Wasn't uh, Katrina the last, and the Waves? Wasn't it? The was last, that, good, last one good one was Gina G in '96. '96. That's a long time ago, isn't it? The I worst think... one ever. And I'm not entirely sure I can remember his name, but I want to say it was Daz Sampson. Oh God! Who the the schoolgirl rap. rap about being at school. Yeah, and it was the most awful thing I've probably ever seen. Is it this? No. I thought I'd, I'd surprise everyone. I'm going to have to Google it now. Hang on. No, I don't want that shit on my phone. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. No. Are you sure it's Daz Sampson? No, I'm not. Now I am going to okay. Google it. Is, it is Daz. It's Daz something, isn't it? Daz. I think it is just Daz. Is it Daz yeah. Wanker or Daz Malibu or something Daz Boot. Like Daz <laughs> the way to do it. Daz band. Daz <laughs> an awful song, man. Daz song by Brick. Off, it, it starts off with like Cockney schoolgirls shouting something like, "Oh, we don't want to go to school." School. Something like that. Let's have a look. I can't believe... Why am I Googling this? It is, it is literally the first thing that comes up on YouTube. Daz Sampson. Teenage oh. Life. Teenage Life. And if I could stop this advert from playing... Here we go. Oh, fucking hell. The intro's quite long, but we are going to have to listen to more of this. <laughs> yeah. You right, get the gist. I, I can't, I can't <laughs> bear any more of that, so I'm going to stop that. it. But essentially, to give everyone the visual, you've got a kind of mock-up of a school classroom where there's lots of um, very young children, very young girls, and this guy... I don't want to use the expression pedo. I'm not going to say he's obviously a nonce. We're not saying it. <laughs> no We're one's saying, saying it. that. No I'm one's not, saying yeah. that. We could say he's an obvious nonce. <laughs> but, <laughs> we could but say he's a diddler. But the obvious nonce does Samson. A definite diddler. <laughs> or finite fiddler. Yeah. I'm not um, saying that. That's a very good rhyme. Definite diddler, finite riddler. Is this like is this like some rap lyric that I don't know? Is this like from P. Diddy or something? It, perhaps we should write that down. You should. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so moving on from paedophilia, what's next? 
Right. (laughs) (laughs) Now to the juicy stuff. (laughs) So you both won't be watching Eurovision tomorrow? No. (laughs) I honestly, I would rather saw Ian's prolapse out. Yeah. (laughs) I'd fly over there to do that. We... Well, I watched it once. I want to say it was about 2012, and there was a Norwegian rock band called Lordy who were performing, and they all had like, like monsters. They they looked a bit like the monsters oh, yes. from Orphan 55. I know what um, about. But but they were doing, and that was the, you know, that was worth watching. That's one song in about what 70 years or however long it is. See, I I used to like I like watching all of the sort of old clips of Eurovision where mm. it was sort of. There's like a proper orchestra pit and they all come on and they just sing live and they're going to yeah. do Kisses for Me with terrible dance moves and stuff like yeah. that. I'm, I'm into yeah. that because yeah. you're all in the same boat. Like you haven't got any visuals. You're just on like a stage with a big red curtain behind you and you've just got yeah. to do it. I'm into I'm I'm all for that. But now it's the sort of spectacle and it's just crap. Mm. Yeah, it's That's not. It's not about the song anymore. It's about the whole, you know, routine package. Yeah, the singers' legs, the lights, the costumes, the legs, the mainly the legs, and then we trot and out the legs. Does Samson yeah. or Sam Smith or whoever <laughs> this year's Does hopeful boot. is? What's his name this year's guy? Sam. Sam Samson. Sam. 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 <laughs> what are you laughing at? I've just received a text. Right, uh, what was the last text that everybody else uh, everybody else received? Oh, that's a good one. Can I just get this guy's uh, Sam Ryder? Sam Ryder. Sam Ryder. Okay. The last. <laughs> uh... So mine was from my wife, who's who's gone out to. She went out last night. She got very drunk. She left the car and she's gone out on a five mile walk to go and recover the car. Um, and she she texted me to say I'm on my way back, and I texted her to say I've just started recording. So the last text message I got was her saying, "Oof, there you go." Oof. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Does your wife know what podcast you're on? Um, no, she's she's lost track. Mm. I get about a bit. Do, do you want to know what mine was? Yeah, go for yours. I can tell you, I've won. Uh, my friend's asking if I'm free tonight, which obviously every Friday I have to say no, no. because I'm doing this fucking podcast again. Um, honestly, every week it's like, oh, I forgot you. I know. Oh, you do that thing on don't Friday, you? every Friday night, yeah. Uh, I got another one from <laughs> Snack Surprise and get your boxes for free. Invite a friend and they'll get £5. Plus, you'll get £5 in your account with the first order. And that Ooh. is for uh, they deliver you snacks <laughs> <laughs> every month. I get a big box of snacks, crisp chocolates, whatever you want. It's all Lovely. Uh, fitting, isn't it? Well, what's yours? Well, it's slightly long, but if you'll indulge me, I'll read it out for you. Who's it from? Wait. The wall on which the prophets wrote is cracking at the seams. Upon the instruments of death, the sunlight brightly gleams. When every man is torn apart with nightmares and with dreams, will no one lay the laurel leaf, the laurel wreath, the silence drowns the screams. The rusted chains of prison moons are shattered by the sun. I walk a road, horizons change, the tournament's begun. 
The purple piper plays his tune. The choir softly sings three lullabies in an ancient tongue for the court of the Crimson King. Eurovision's on tomorrow, and I doubt there'll be a lyric like that. Are you in tomorrow? <laughs> Are you in tomorrow? Is that from Tim? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wondered so, if it was from, like, the lead singer of Arena or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, is, does Tim want to watch it tomorrow? N- no. Oh. But he, I think he just always assumes that I'd watch Eurovision. I, I'd assume that you'd watch a bit. No. I reckon you'd get off on it. No, I just I can't. we watched bet. last year's. What? We watched last year's. Did we? Yeah, we did. I watched last year's three times. <laughs> Honestly. Fucking I hell. know, I don't three quarters. Why would you watch it more than once? I mean, I watch it less than once, but why would anybody watch it more than once? Well, because it was lockdown, so I was split to where I could watch it with people. It wasn't that bad, though, was it? <laughs> Like, I know COVID was bad, but it's not having to watch Eurovision three, three times, times kind of bad. We watched it, though. Well, um, and you seemed to enjoy it. Did I? No. Oh, right. God, okay. you hated it. <laughs> I think you just, after the first five minutes, you just went cold. Well, you, you probably just went vacant. There's nothing behind those eyes. No. I remember that. But so, hopefully this year we're going to do the same. Oh, no. I'm not, <laughs> I don't want to watch it. We can do a reaction podcast as well. Would you like that, listeners? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right. They've all gone. Uh, next up. WCCY. I want to talk about old film. Classic film. Right. The film no, none of us grew up on. Well, as it released. No. Do you like old film? Do you want to be a bit more specific? Old film. <laughs> <laughs> old film. Yeah. As in. Films that are old. I'm going to go with this around the time of the golden era film. Do you want to that's, narrow it down a little bit more? Do you want to, yeah, do you want to, you've got to nail your colours to the mast there as to when you're calling classic. Pre-Brexit. Even golden era people are a bit, oh, when's that? Yeah. Oh. Right, okay, I'm going to go with mid-1920s through Fuck to me. late 40s. Well, I'm, I'll have a Google. So, obviously, you've got the third man in that time slot. Uh, I want to say that was 40s. Um, You've got the Carl Lemler version of The Phantom of the Opera that was filmed in 1926. That's pretty amazing. Mm. Um, And, yeah, it's kind of... It was an interesting time because you've got the kind of... the birth of sound and films becoming talking pictures and then there's this gradual transition when they realize how to do that um but i i would argue that the kind of golden age of cinema started in about 1970 oh shit i think so because it was that kind of american it was that kind of first generation of kids that had studied film who went on to make films so you get you get coppola making the godfather and then you get The Exorcist, and then you get Scorsese, and, and yeah. It sounds more like a golden era rather than... And it just seems more... You'll have Flash in the Pans back in the day. You'll have your um, Casablancas and stuff like that, Wizard of yeah. Oz. Yeah. But we're talking every year there was like some big film like The Godfather or something like that. Yeah. I think like, I agree with you, Ian. I think I do. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like if you, um, I mean, if you look at the 70s, you've got, you know, like I said, Godfather, Exorcist, Godfather 2. Mm. Um, and then you've got things like Jaws. And suddenly they've invented the concept of the summer blockbuster. Yes. And then two years after that, you get Star Wars, where they kind of, I would say, perfect the idea of the summer blockbuster. Mm. Um, and the, the kind of traditions of cinema that we have now all, all kind of got, got started off in the, in the 70s. The, the very old cinema, black and white stuff, is like black and white Doctor Who. There's occasionally a good story in there somewhere. But fuck me, <laughs> Ian, a lot of it's just it. tedious. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck me, a lot of it is tedious. Yeah. I'd agree. Totally. It's very slow-paced because the That's grammar boring. of television was very different then. Yes. It was a different landscape. It was. Yes, it was a very different uh, visual terrain. Oh, the topography of the viewing audience was rather... It was different, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it was, was different. Yeah. <laughs> Not it was the same. It was a long time ago. Yeah. So what's, what's the oldest film, in terms of the year it was made, what's the oldest film that you guys love? Oh, I'd, yeah. I'd have to check the date. I mean, roughly. I don't. I don't. You know, it's it's not a quiz. I could have Ooh. done a quiz, but oh, I, I'm, I'm interested because because you guys are, you know, let's let's say five years younger than me. Let's let's be nice. Let's say five years. Let's go there. So you're going to have completely different answers to me because. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, mine's 1951. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Mm, okay. My two, my two sort of top favourite films are The Day the Earth Stood Still, the right. original, yeah. and uh, The Creature from the Black Lagoon. So that's 51 I, and 50... Yeah, they were, weren't they? Th- four, three, yeah. five? Something like that. Early 50s. Was was that the one with Gort? Yeah. The Day the Earth Stood Still. I Michael Rennie. Yeah. yeah. And then they remade it and it was dreadful. They do that a lot with films, don't they? I don't know if you've noticed this. Weird that, isn't it? Oh, Every time they remake a film, it's like, right, what was good about this that we can sort of hack out and then <laughs> just put that. Tom Cruise in instead? We don't need that. Be, yeah, we don't... Oh. What about you, Luke? Well, I had a look, and it's not as old as I thought it was. It's not Die Another Day, is it? Die, <laughs> not, die Hard 4.0. Yeah. <gasps> Tell you what, Mission Impossible's are great, though. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They're great. Yeah, I'm sure they... Yeah. Um... <laughs> I saw them filming one of them. <gasps> yeah, so in, I think it was... Fallout. Uh, was it, it was Mission Impossible 5, Ghost Protocol, where they're in oh, yeah, Dubai? Oh, yeah. And I was just coming out of a meeting in the bookshop in the Dubai Mall, and you've got the, the Burj Khalifa, the world's tallest mm. building, and there was a oh. helicopter <laughs> flying about 700 metres up, and about about one metre away from the side of the building. It was and it exploded. Filming, <laughs> filming the exteriors, and you could see like Tom Cruise coming out of the wow. helicopter and that and you thought Jesus if, if the if the pilot sneezes <laughs> and moves that stick forward a millimeter Kaboom. you guys are you guys are smeared all over the oh yeah, yeah. that was exciting bits of tom cruise buried all <laughs> over dubai yeah, sort of, yeah be like his head's tom, over there tom his tom arms over there <laughs> <laughs> it's how we want to go yeah, probably for the best, right? Yeah. How do you want to go, Tom? Helicopter blades, probably. <laughs> Most likely, yeah. 
<laughs> sucked into an, an airplane yeah, engine. Sucked into a jet. Jet engine. <laughs> like a goose. Yeah. I want... <laughs> Tom Cruise has revealed his ceremony for death. I'd like to go like a bird strike. I'd like to go out like a goose. That's brilliant. Easy jet bird strike. <laughs> Are you still looking for a film? Yeah. yeah. It annoys oh, me. Oh, don't try and be interesting, though, and edgy and cool. I'm going to have to, aren't I? Oh, no. it's definitely Metropolis. It's God. definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> might be Hitler's favourite film, but it's not mine. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to have to go with that, because I think it must be the earliest one. That I love, that I love, it's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Net in, in 75. That is a great, great so, choice. It is a, a solid choice. choice. It is not as old. I thought it was uh, 69, but... Oh, hang on, that might be a Clockwork Orange. Oh. Yeah, I think that... God. No, because Space Odyssey was, what, 68? So Clockwork Orange must have been 70 71. 71. Yeah. So Clockwork Orange, I think, would be would take that place 71. What was 69? Something like was 69. I don't know. Doesn't matter. A Clockwork Orange in 1971. Ian, what's yours? Oh, uh, 2001, probably. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, I thought I was going to say I'm not, assuming not it's not the, the year. year. No, <laughs> that is, that is chicken run. <laughs> no, I fucking love chicken run. Chicken's um, great. No, it would be probably 2001 because while there really? are great films that kind of predate that, um, I think 2001 is the first time cinema as a or, or film was used as a. In, in, at that level of artistry to be something really new and really mm. different and exciting. Yeah. Uh, it's the only Kubrick one I'm not, not a massive another, fan of. Another starburst, you yeah. have another Starburst. I am. You've I'm earned terrible. it. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of control. You bad, bad man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Look at the way he's just I ripping know. into it. He hasn't even taken the wrapper off. Yeah, There's nothing else. He's just gone for it. There it goes. They're very like, Moorish, like, though, aren't they? That's I don't the only like thing. this one. The red ones are cherry-flavoured, and, and there's no they've got no business having a cherry-flavoured Starburst. Do you know what I do enjoy? And they're in the sort of Starburst sort of world, I'd say. Mm. A Frutella. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do, sort you of the, get, do you still have Chewits? Yeah. Yeah. That? Yeah, Chewits. They used to do a cola-flavoured Chewit. That was... Yeah. When I was at school, that was that was my crack. And then in high school, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the crack was my crack. <laughs> the, the crack was my chew it. Well, you know, I, I don't want to be rude about Essex, but uh, well, wow. <laughs> the chew it. No, the crack was my chew it. Yeah. <laughs> and going back to films for a second, what's the most recent? Brilliant film you've seen. Hmm. I, I thought this um, last week actually. No, it was when I saw Doctor Strange. I was like, "What was the last time I actually saw a brilliant film <laughs> in cinema?" That's worrying, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's a big reason why I don't want to do it anymore. Because <laughs> like, uh, it's been a long time. But to be honest, I really enjoyed Doctor Strange, although it wasn't like a. I come out of the cinema like breathless, <laughs> but it was like, "Fuck me!" It was a good film. I really enjoyed it. Oh, I know what mine is. It's been a very long t- time since I've seen a film that I've really enjoyed, 
and I want to watch it again in cinema. Very long time. I'd say it's that. Not a very good answer, but it's a true one. Fair enough. I'm going to go for The Father. Yes. With... You didn't see that in cinema, did you? No. Anthony Hopkins and... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A thingy Coleman. Olivia Coleman. Thingy. Yeah, thingy. <laughs> Miss BBC. Thingy who's, thingy thingy who's in everything. Yeah, yeah thingy who's in I everything. heard some fantastic reviews for that, but I never got round to it. I... Uh, I... I saw it advertised. I'll watch anything that Anthony Hopkins is in. Mm. Right. I'll just watch it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And um, I never got round. I think it came out during COVID, didn't it? Yeah, I want to uh, say it was like last think, yeah. summer yeah. time, maybe. It was something like that. And and then it just sort of appeared on either Netflix or BritBox or something. It just it appeared. And I thought, we got to watch this. And we put it on. And we were both just like fixed all the way through. Like... For a for a, a film that the plot is basically very thin, not to yeah. try and give too much like nothing nothing particularly happens. It's all character stuff. It's just amazing. I've never seen two actors just like completely own it like that. Like I've never felt that about any film. I don't think that's a film that's sort of I've never felt that way about a film before. Wow, yes, yeah. that's, that's a serious. Good yeah. recommendation. I will I will dig that out. And when I say dig it out, I mean I'll find it on a televisual streaming service and watch it with my face. <laughs> with a VPN on. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> oh, I don't even need to. We've got HBO Max. There's they've got about a million brilliant. I hate films you. On HBO. I, I hate you. What's I the, hate you. The downside of HBO Max is that mm. it crashes every week and you have to get up Why? and plug your television, plug it in, let the Wi Fi go back in. Every really? single week without fail. HBO what? Max. Brilliant content. Shit system. It's brilliant. Have you seen Q? Have you seen Q? Q. No. Q and on. Q and no. on. That docuseries on I HBO Max. It's I good, that not. one. I enjoyed that one. Okay. What's the streaming world like in America? Um, it's... Ve- I mean, it's it's very complicated because you've got... So, so our, our television is a Samsung television. And it comes with a number of like proprietary Samsung channels, one of which popped up for about two weeks and it was just showing all of classic Doctor Who in a loop. And then that went away again. And then your and wife then... smashed the screen. <laughs> well, she she struggles with some of the older Doctors. I've, it's, it's difficult because she's an American and she doesn't really have any idea what the fuck this program is. So I try and big it up. But every so often she'll walk in on an episode and, and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. There's no way I can pretend this is a classic of television. It's, you know, <laughs> it's John Pertwee or, you know, something like that. The very first episode I ever made her watch, I was visiting her in um, Seattle at the end of 2017. And it was, it was, um, uh, the, what was the, the last Capaldi one? Oh. Time and the Doctor? Or twice upon a time lord or yeah, something. It's, uh, so, yeah, it's twice upon time. <laughs> so she watched so so politely because I'm like, oh, I've really got to watch this because I could, literally can't go ten minutes without watching it because I'm you know defective. Um, so she said, well, I'll, I'll watch it. I don't mind watching a bit of TV. So there's this program where Peter Capaldi's the Doctor, and then Bradley turns up, and she's like, who's that? It's like, oh, I'll explain later. <laughs> And then at the end of it, Peter Capaldi turns into a young blonde woman. 
<laughs> What's going on? Yeah, and the show the show finishes, and she says, "So I have questions." <laughs> it's like, oh shit. <clears throat> yeah, don't ask Jibnal. Um, and he then won't know. we've got, you know, we've got we've got you got Netflix, you've got the American version of Britbox, which is not as good as the British version of Britbox. Oh, um, you've got um, things like Hulu and. Like Fibber, any four any four letters you can put together. There's a streaming service called that, like B U M R Bummer. There's probably yeah. one. You Bummer, know. Um, and it's impossible <laughs> to keep track of what's available where. Yeah. Anything good's on HBO Max. Otherwise, you know, Brett or forget it. I would like Hulu. Although Disney Plus has come out here now, and a lot of stuff on Hulu's on there. No. But HBO, I do want because they have all Warner Brothers things and they got all the DC films, all the animated DC things, and that's really annoying because you can't watch them anywhere here. And I don't know if it, I always assumed it's because Sky is here and HBO have done a deal with Sky where only HBO things are on Sky and Sky's shite. It just is. It's yeah. crap. Yeah. Um, it's very expensive. If it's, I think it's the only way. Like, I really feel like it's the only option in this country. We. I, I remember when. When I was little, and when we got the internet, we got Sky as well. Ooh. It was like, right, we're, go, we're, we're going up in the world. We're going Ooh. to space. I'd, got, I'd <laughs> just gone to hi- <laughs> I'd just gone to high school, and it was like, right, we're getting the internet, oh. and we're going to get Sky Television. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, yeah. And NASA are going to launch yeah. a spaceship in the back. Garden. Yeah. It was, uh, and it was like we had it for about a year, whatever the contract was. And then, like, they send you the letter, don't they, to say, oh, next year you're going to be paying this. And it was like horrendous. Mm. So yeah. that was cancelled. That's it. <laughs> Back to free view. You know, uh, this is a horrible time that I don't know if anyone's ever done it, but you're on Sky and you go back to free view. It's sad. Is it though? Yeah, I had a real hard time. But you get used to it, but it takes a while. Mm. It, you grieve. I hate Sky for that. I do hate Sky, but I couldn't live without it. Well, mm. it's 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 my favourite news app. That's I'll give them that. Because um, because it's you know actually got some reporting and some news in it, unlike other uh, UK nationwide broadcasters news services <laughs> I could mention. Um, do, do they make a series that you do a podcast about as well? They might do that. Oh, right, they okay, might yeah. do that, you know. Yeah. Um, is it BBC? Yeah. yeah. Is it that? There you go. Yeah. 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 It's terrible. Uh, I, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know there was a government. I just thought it's all, all just the same, isn't it? It's news. No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. News is news is news, isn't Well... That? Yeah. What, what okay. did the BBC do that Sky doesn't? The Just BBC some slight misreporting things. <laughs> yeah, they they tend to sort of let's say let's give you a hypothetical scenario. Imagine there was a prime minister who <laughs> went and hid in a fridge. Yeah. Now like what Jones. you'll find is there'll be video footage of that on Sky yeah. News. Yeah. BBC won't get a mention. Didn't happen. Right. Oh, yeah. because they they're in cahoots. Well, it's because the government at any minute could um, tear up the the BBC's charter and do away with the licence fee and then the BBC are screwed. Oh, so the I BBC see. are powerless. They can't upset the government. So the BBC so are they don't. beta cocks? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's the definition of the term, isn't it? Yeah. Big beta cock. <laughs> big beta cock. <laughs> you wow. heard it here first, listeners. Violent yeah. something today. There you go. Huh. I can't believe it's sort of taken this long for you to sort of... I'm just not... I just tend to... You know, you see the headlines and I'm okay. Well, you don't see the headlines on the BBC. Obviously not, no. I get no. I get mine from Apple News. Apple News. Apple News. Is that... You have to pay for that, don't you? Uh, no. I think you have to pay to sort of read more, don't you? No. Yeah, so, so well, it what you're saying is you, you look at the headlines. If it's Some of the top stories might be just from, like, you know... You look at the I, clickbait. I, I or <laughs> yeah. uh, the sun or something, it's fine. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. I'm talking absolute nonsense. It's, um... But... Sometimes it'll be from like an exclusive, like you know, New York Times or something. And it's mm. like, oh yeah, we'll have to pay if you. But I just hate that. I just buy the whole package thing where like you spend like twenty odd quid a month, but you just get like two terabytes <laughs> iCloud and your news and your iFitness and Apple TV. Apple TV is great. Oh, right. so, yeah, Apple TV see, I've got I've got Apple TV, but I don't pay for it, and I don't yeah. know how this works. Would have got it with your? Have you bought an Apple product within the last six months? No. Are you sure you haven't yeah. bought Yeah, the last Apple Classic thing Apps? I bought was my iPhone. Have you bought a PS5? No. Um, you must have had it free from something. Well, you know what? Cut well, this bit, because if they hear that they're giving you something for free, not only will they immediately turn it off, they will yeah. come round and remove your testicles with a mm. pair of pliers. Like a honey badger. Mm. You've seen Evil Dead. Yeah. Steve Jobs. Will Straight out. <laughs> what? Like well, Karen. from the <laughs> <Drag> to hell. What? <laughs> 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 Oh, well. But these, so, I mean, so when I was your age, when I was young. Three years ago. You had (laughs) 40, well, let's say five. You had four television channels and that was it. Mm. And now you've got four television channels that nobody ever watches. You've got about 10 different streaming services that no one can afford to have all of. Mm. You've got so many, you know, different ways of seeing things and programs turning up on different streamers and what have you. It's just a shambles now. See, I remember I remember when Doctor Who came back, we only had uh, terrestrial television. Yeah. Like we didn't have Freeview or anything then. Mm. And we had BBC One, BBC Two, Granada. Yeah. <laughs> S4C. I like their Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> Bravo. No, just on. We didn't have anything, so we had, we had BBC One, BBC Two, Granada, S Four C, S Pedwarek, ah, Channel Five, yeah. and then I think Six was Channel Four. That's confusing because we could get it as well. Yeah. Where's ITV? Well, ITV Granada used to be. Didn't it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So there you go. Was it tough? It, when you didn't know when you didn't. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. So it it's all a big mess now. I was in this situation last night. I think that's why I watched Skyfall. I didn't know what to watch. And I sat yeah. there for an hour on every platform scrolling. Yeah. Um, and I always... Oh. I always find when you're in that sort of a mood, YouTube uh, 50s sci-fi B movies that have all gone out of copyright. Mm. It's brilliant. What was that film? I watched a film on YouTube. It was like the first ever Russian sci-fi film, and it was brilliant. Uh, it was, it was shocking, but um, 
Like it was, it was a really good sci-fi film in the kind of you know nineteen forties Buck Rogers kind of way. Brilliant. Until the very last ten minutes, where the people making the film remembered their Russian and do this long bit about stealing <laughs> the means of production and communism oh and everyone working together, and Quick. it all just fell apart. It was so bad. It's great, but I think it's it's so difficult now to try and keep on top of everything. And and like you were saying about. You, there's so much choice that it's terrifying. Like, sometimes, and I'm, I apologise to the listeners in advance, but this story begins in, in a certain area. Let's say I'm, I need to go to the little boy's room and I'm going to spend a couple of minutes looking for a magazine or a book or whatever on the shelf to, you know, <laughs> to pass the then, time. And sometimes you just can't make a choice and you're standing there and you're literally hopping up and down because you're about to burst, but you can't choose... <laughs> Which All edition of, of Sight and Sound or which book am I going to take with me? And now you get that feeling every time you turn on the TV because you're bombarded by... And and not even when you turn on, like, on your phone, you get emails from them, you get SMS messages from them saying, you're only 12% of the way through this film. Did you <laughs> want to watch the rest of the film? You haven't seen season two of this yet. What are you doing standing over there? Why aren't Give you watching this? Watch this massage. again. Come and see this. <laughs> you okay? <Yeah. laughs> Did you like it? Rate it, review <laughs> it, watch it again. Yeah. It's like, fuck me. Do you want to see what people in your area are watching? No, I live in Essex. <laughs> well, why do you put it like that? Not really, no. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's a really scary relationship now with, with these um, streamers that can, you know, they record what you're watching and, and, and I'm not going off on some kind of Conspiracy theory, oh, they're all going to put bad thing, drugs in your head and whatever. <laughs> Let's just switch that off. <laughs> but, you know, I just, I don't need to have these little nerds emailing mm, me all nerds. the time saying, you haven't watched episode six yet. Oh, <laughs> what are you going to do about that? Have, yeah. have, have I upset you somehow, sir? <laughs> yeah, We're sorry to see you yeah. go. Oh, I yeah. hate that. Like, like <laughs> Netflix UK... I, the reason I cancelled my subscription with Netflix UK, I've left the UK. I legally and literally cannot watch it anymore. We hope to see you soon. But every week they're like, oh, please come back. And it's like, I can't email you and tell you to fuck off. I can't reply to you and explain my scenario. I've tried unsubscribing. That's a fat lot of no good. So I'm just doomed to get these little doomed. needy messages every 30 seconds. I read somewhere, or somebody said on a podcast, that they turn over $5 billion a month. Netflix? Yeah. Christ. Rubbish. Well, they've got a million subscribers paying... Hang on, it's a lot. No, work it out. I'm start swear from, it's rubbish. Start I from don't... $5 billion, right. divide that by fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> What's five billion? <laughs> it's <laughs> Siri. Siri. <clears throat> Oi, Siri. You can't. She won't bloody listen. Oh. Hey Siri. <laughs> What's five billion pounds divided by fourteen pounds ninety nine pence? Okay, I found this. Oh, you bastard! No, Got these numbers. Ah! <laughs> hey Siri. What's five billion divided by fourteen point nine nine? 
trillion. 5 billion divided by 14.99 is approximately 333,555,770.825. Okay, so 333 million dollars a month. Yeah. Minus. Well, that's, that's the number of subscribers then. They've got 33 million yeah. subscribers all paying 14.99 a month. So, so why do they churn out shit? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, a lot of that would be gone from mar- to marketing. Another to, expenses. To emailing Ian. Yeah, another expenses. Yeah, I mean, that's and a to pay the employees. Right Come there. back to us. Pay the employee, put employees, employees and, pay, and pay the production. So the end of it, the income's not... It's a lot. A month. Yeah, a month, but it's a massive <laughs> company. A month. I know, but it's a million. Three hundred thirty-three million no, pounds no, it is a, a lot. month. It is loads. It is loads. It is loads. It all goes something. <laughs> Especially when you don't pay tax. I'm used to numbers, and <laughs> I'm not. I'm used to numbers in the gaming industry. Oh right, where okay. companies get sold for like seventy billion, just like that. Oh, okay. big guns, is yeah, it? Yeah, right. No, go on, give us a shit there. Yeah. Um, Netflix like are like, West. but yeah. that is that is something. Why, why, why? Netflix why? are like super saver to you, are they? Like <laughs> super <Aldi>. saver. <laughs> Little. What, what, what happened to Netflix? It's crap. Or has it always been shit? It it's was... A, so when it started, it was an exciting idea. And the first couple of programs they started making were House of Cards, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and Orange is the New Black, which That's I loved. One. I love that one. But it seems like... They've, there's never really been anything else that's been up there with that. I mean, they've had a couple of good comedies. They've had a couple of quite good dramas, but nothing Some amazing. Some Stranger Things. I wouldn't be one of a them. lot of people. A lot of people like Stranger Things. I, I'm know, okay, thank you. I've, yeah, I'm okay. I've watched Twin Peaks and I've read Stephen King books, so I don't need to see this kind of halfway house. The hybrid, the two. yeah, <laughs> the low bread, if you yeah. will. Oh, clever! Yeah, did you see what I did there? <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, and every every streamer tends to have like one massive success that you end up subscribing to for the next five years in case, oh, I might I might need to watch Game of Thrones yeah. all over again. I'll keep subscribing to yeah. Sky Atlantic or, you know, Now TV, um, Netflix. Oh, Christ knows why I'm still paying them any money. I haven't watched anything new on Netflix for so long now. Uh, I don't watch anything on Netflix, I don't think. No. no. no nothing. I'd, I'd honestly, I'd just have BritBox. I'd be happy with that. The real streaming. The stuff. real stream, yeah. as I call it. So, do you actually watch anything on BBC One? No, I don't. We don't. Well, we're not plugged in because the aerial has got a split in the cable. Uh-huh. Right. And the, this, and the, this is a very specific circumstance to you, so though, isn't it? Yeah. It's very specific. <laughs> we moved the television from one side of the room to the other, and the aerial cable isn't long enough. Right. But there's a break in the cable, and the man from Rose Radio said that. He can't get down to do it because his son, I kid you not, his son fell off the roof fixing somebody's aerial. So he's having to work. Rod Hull (laughs) defence. So so he's got to. um, He's got to. He's. He needs to do all of the work on his own. So he hasn't got time to come and do that. He's just taking on. You know. He's just doing his current clients. Okay. So in in a world where you had better people available to come and do this kind of thing yeah. let's let's imagine this hypothetical parallel universe where you were connected to bbc one okay would you watch anything on bbc one no not really no no, no. well what is on bbc one last thing i watched on bbc one 
Uh, it's probably Roadkill, starring Hugh, <laughs> Hugh, La- Hugh Laurie. Is uh, that, that sounds like one of Alan Partridge's ideas for a television yeah. show. Roadkill with... Lynn, I've got an idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smash. Bang. Wallop. Yeah. A survey of dead animals kill. along the M11. <laughs> with me I'd and Chris it. Packham. And Michaela yeah. Strachan. Legs. TV guy for BBC One this week. Uh, so today, Friday... Are we, we going to have a yay so or no? I know tomorrow you're going to watch Eurovision, so, you know... That, uh, is that on BBC One? Uh, I believe so. I'm surprised you haven't got pay on some sort of a streaming... Yeah, they've missed um, a trick there. Yeah. yeah. They, now, they had a TV channel, they could literally call it Eurovision. I mean, yeah. it writes itself. Um, Come on, think. Wait, is it the FA Cup final tomorrow? Might be. It's sometime <laughs> in May, isn't it? Oh uh, no! That's, I don't know. Is that the thing where they kick leather? It's a MOTD Live FA Cup final Chelsea v Liverpool tomorrow. Oh and it's yeah, just, that's that's going to be the final of that then. So the, it's, so BBC One have that on, okay. The final and right. right after Eurovision. Okay. So it's a big night for BBC One. Big night. Yeah. So if you like if you like football or City atrocious songs. pop. Which, yeah, to be fair, if you imagine the Venn diagram of people who could conceivably watch TV, <laughs> that is going to cover most of them. So We're sorted. BBC One, big thumbs be, up tomorrow. There should be a good 10 million viewing figures for, for them there. But I was thinking this, like when, I'm, when I moved, and I moved in October, so about six months ago, and I was thinking, oh, I can't watch the BBC anymore. And I thought, literally, I just used the BBC for Doctor Who yeah. and... Formula One podcast, yeah, and, that, and that's it. You know, I don't watch and the snooker anymore. Oh, and the snooker. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing on at nine o'clock tonight. Have I got news for you? Which yeah. is in something like season fifty-six. I yeah, believe. it's just like it's something that's a given. It's not really a. It just happens now. It's not it? like a Friday night treat, is it? It's, uh, it's yeah. Wow. There's. It's not, so stale. It, everything is so stale now. It's just it really is. There's nothing really on. Is. There's nothing on this weekend on BBC One. Mad that, isn't it? Weather match of the day. The weather. Question <laughs> sport. <laughs> uh, country file. Antiques oh, roadshow. Gentleman Jack at nine. Horse and hound on yeah. a Sunday night. You have bargain hunt. That's it. Bargain hunt on a Sunday night. No. So by the, by the time it's you're eighty-six and you're you're a bit, you know. Hmm. That's when TV really comes into its own. Oh, you hang can on. have a great night's viewing there. Monday night. Right. Uh, have I got a bit more news for you? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> a repeat. Uh, I never actually looked at the... The schedule. Yeah, for BBC television programme viewing. I don't know. Nothing. Well, it's, guide. It's yeah, there's fuck all. That's scary, that. Aye. See, that used to be what life was all about. You know, two weeks before Christmas, you'd get the Christmas radio times and you'd nice colour. Yeah. With a pen and you'd. Yeah, my, my mum still gets film it. You wanted to watch every show, you'd ring it. And you'd we only used to get the radio times at Christmas, and every year when we bought it, it was the time for my dad to say, How much is that? Because <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> you pay all this money and this fuck all off. <laughs> I never realised that. That's scary, isn't it? Yeah, that there's nothing on. There's loads of right. There's loads of stuff on Netflix. There is. Yes, but it's all crap. Yes, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, 
It's crap. Well, the problem is it's crap, but it's aimed at us. You know, it's for people between the age of about 20 and about 50 or 60 on mm. Netflix. Yeah. The BBC and terrestrial channels seem to cater for, I mean, just kind of anyone who just doesn't give a shit about anyone it. Anyone who <laughs> happens to have a TV yeah, like, on. You know, like, it, like if people our age want to watch a show, we know what that show is. We know yeah. where we're up to in the series. Yeah. We'll go and watch it. Most time we're told what to watch. Yeah, but people that just want to sit down and turn the telly on and have, you know, exciting blobs happen at them for two or three hours yeah. until they <laughs> go to the pub or go to sleep or go, someone takes them to the toilet or whatever. That's what terrestrial television's there for, I guess. What's the worst thing you've seen lately? Oh, I like, ooh, that's an Harold, I like that one. Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... If you say Doctor Who, we'll have a load of people no, going, Oh, you're I, just being nasty now. It's not, as, it's not as bad as people say. <laughs> oh. Nah, come on, mate. It's shit. Oh, mate. <laughs> come on, mate. Uh, Legend of the Sea Devil. No, I reckon that probably was, but... Uh, probably. No, I'm going to pick on Doctor Who. We've got hours of content. <laughs> More content to <laughs> We're not going to drag it into yeah. here. If you want to hear a slag off Doctor uh, Who, it is actually any of the other episodes on this feed. <laughs> it's, not, it's something on Netflix. Something and I usually on- like stuff like this. I've got a soft spot for stuff, stuff like this. Heart Stopper on wow. Netflix. and uh, I think it's about uh, teenagers... Uh, a couple of gay teenagers who fall in love in high schools and, and it's trash. Trash. All right. Okay. It's crap. The the. I'd I'd probably go for either Riverdale, because I'm sort of, I'm stuck with whatever my other half is watching on Netflix, which is normally something about teenagers or whatever she's watching. That's the last thing I watched. That was shite. Yeah. So it's probably. You know, American circle where they sort of the just circle, put a load of the circle. It's yeah. a social experiment, isn't it? Well, it's not a social. It's like a dating they show. A, they say it's a social experiment. Well, it's, it's a not. dating show where they don't get to see anybody, but they can pretend to be other people Catfish. or something through an app. Oh, and talk. oh it's dreadful! Oh, Absolutely that, that, dreadful. That does sound Riverdale. Extreme. Riverdale is awful. Leroy, right before. Yeah, she she was looking for something to watch on Netflix. Went past Riverdale, and did you and sort stopped of... on it and scrolled past? And I thought, oh, I know Riverdale. So, yeah, it's not very good anymore. No, how bad must it be? That must be bad. How bad must that be? Good grief! Do you know when it's got the red banner? New episodes now. Yeah, no. didn't didn't she didn't bite? <laughs> no, no, she didn't bite. So yeah. um... That's probably the last last few things I watched. That's yeah. terrible. Films wise, I don't tend to. No, I usually know when something's that bad. I just quit out of it. If I'm going on my film while I'm watching something apart from Doctor Who, it's not worth my time. Do you know what? I'm not. That's I'm, a very good rule to live by. Yeah, actually. I'm just gonna do something else. Legend of the Sea Devils. I don't think. I think they walked out of the TARDIS, and I was on my phone. <laughs> Literally, it was like sort of China, uh, 1780 or whatever it was. And then they stepped out and they were like, what are you wearing? I was just like that. (laughs) Looking up. No. (laughs) So I can can go one better. So obviously, um, 
it was it would have been the middle of the afternoon here when that was broadcast in the UK, and kind of immediately I was I was on Twitter and there were just loads of people going on about oh my god the trailer oh my god the the next episode oh it's oh it's Ace and Tegan oh, and I watched that and I thought oh right yeah, mm. <laughs> and then I thought I really must make sure I watch Legend of the Sea Devils, and to this day. I have not actually done that. I kind of, I kind of like having more episodes of Doctor Who that I haven't seen, because going through all the '60s stuff, I'm I'm rapidly running out of new Doctor Who. So if I maybe don't watch Legend of the Sea Devils, and I probably don't need to watch the first 59 minutes of the Centenary Special no. either, I'll just right. tune no. for the regeneration. But this is the thing, you know, we, we shouldn't have any TV that's shit because we should be choosing all of it and we should be curating everything we see. And, you know, it's not like there aren't good reviews for everything available on Netflix. Or well, funny, funny you should say that. One of the things that I don't like is, uh, well, uh, the Marvel films. Right. But... What Damn. I what I do like, I'm going to pay them oh, a compliment gonna... now. I'm go- I'm actually going to pay them a compliment. Is that they've given permission to be niche to a lot of other people. So like the big talk at the minute, isn't it, that Russell is going to sort of branch off and do like a Doctor Who multiverse thing. Yeah. yeah. Now you'd th- I'd say, don't do that, Russell. That's a bad idea because nobody cares. But sort of Marvel have given permission for sort of nerd. Like what's the like the C- Marvel series come out all the time about characters I've never heard of. I'm not into yeah. superheroes anyway, but mm. like they sort of do a mini series, don't they? Of like six episodes of some character that was in one comic, and you know. Yeah, but I know you know you know what I mean. They've legitimized the the idea of the deep dive and the, yeah, the, you know, the, and I think plowing of the niche, the plowing of the niche, plow those niche, mm. uh, and I think that's that's good because yeah. it does sort of. In some ways, it's good. But no, it's not. All right. Okay. <laughs> no, we it is not. We have a schism not. in the podcast. Oh Let me stop God. you there. Nerd, nerd, what's his name? Nerd, nerd. I don't know. I don't know what how you say it. Nerd, nerdrotic. Nerdrotic. Now, now. Uh, I'm glad you brought the MCU, Harold. All oh, right. Okay. W C C C W C Y. Now I want everybody <laughs> to know that that wasn't a sort of pre-written segue. Shame because it was really good. It was it's slick, effortless kind of yeah. 1980s Northern BBC local radio DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Just shoehorning that in. Wire it up. Have you got that crowbar? Or do you... <laughs> uh, we, we, we've all seen Nerdrotic, haven't we? We have. It's a channel yeah. on YouTube. And uh, I don't want to talk too much about them because it upsets me. But I think it's a good segue into what we really want to talk about. So, Matt. I'm sure it was Matt from the after show mm-hmm. said something about Doomcock. Right. He did, didn't he? I've no idea. Doomcock. <laughs> now you're just saying a word there and it's nothing is registering. <laughs> now anyway, he's in cahoots with Doomcock. Uh, he's Ma- what? What? In cahoots with Doomcock. Is Doomcock... Doomcock like, a similar channel, is he is YouTube he a baddie where they, in, in one of the, the right, Avengers I'm films? I'm restarting <laughs> this. Right, so Nerdrotic is a channel on YouTube, and uh, he reviews uh, Doctor Who and MCU stuff, 
and other bits and bobs. And uh, he's obsessed with uh, slagging off these productions because he says the far left are destroying the series he beloves and that culture in today's world is destroying uh, properties such as James Bond. He's an anti-woke. He's an anti-woke. He's, no, he's anti-PC. A, he's a, a redneck Trump-voting bucket of pig shit. Is the subtext of what you're say, saying. I didn't say you it. You did not say that. I didn't say it. You did not say <laughs> that. Read between the lines, boy. <laughs> Squeal, piggy. Oh, no, no, something else. <laughs> 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 um, so, and it just brought up a, a, a potent point, I think. When I watch some of these videos, a potent point. A potent point. Who the hell do you think you are? A rhymer. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Radio, Radio Wrexham will love to have you on. <laughs> Radio the- Wrexham. <laughs> I've got a potent point for you. <laughs> Home of the Segway. <laughs> We're just sliding on into smooth sound with that. Uh, Sorry. Go on. Yeah. So I. Uh, we'll we'll get around to talking about the guy, but obviously I'm gonna sort of preface the conversation with this is very dodgy ground for us what are you know sitting here ostensibly because we all podcast about doctor who <laughs> to, to <laughs> poke fun and laugh at a man no matter who how foolish there. who I'm, sits there and reviews doctor there. who i'm not making there. fun of the man i'm not making fun of the man no i, I, the, I will the, be just spoil <laughs> <on>. <laughs> it's just the point he brings right hang on right the point he brings up mm. Okay, are ones that I do not favour because I do not believe they are true. Although I see where he comes from, I believe Doctor Who was Jodie's era. Now you look like you're, you're terrified right now. <laughs> I, I am terrified. I don't We're really all about to, to have a little th- journey through a particularly horrible minefield now. But you're <laughs> leading us. We're Mind following you. <laughs> Off you go. I've got the flag. Yeah, we're in Disney. <laughs> Follow the flag this way, gang. It's the dodgiest of school trips. No, I just think it's, it's very interesting. It is very interesting. Mind your leg on the barbed wire as we go through. <laughs> Don't touch that. You're uh, almost certainly not going to offend anyone. Yeah, don't worry, Luke, mind. as long as you say what you well, think, the Mr. it'll man be fine. On, the Mr. Man on the channel has like 400,000 like, views, so apparently okay, we can say what we want. We can say what we want. <laughs> apparently we can say what we want. Well, me and Ian are just going to go... Go quiet Very for a minute. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a Starburst. I've got yeah, I'm going to go and get a now, drink. So. <laughs> right, go on then, Luke. Oh, Ruin oh, us. Stop. <laughs> Ruin us. We, it's been a pleasure, listeners. You've been here with us all the way, and now... Uh, I just think it's important to know that people like this man, this man I'm sick of, the erotic, like to push the blame on the actors and the people of the show and rather than the, uh, the actual writing. They put it all in one bucket and say that's the problem. And you usually pin it on women as well. It's chucking in there. Mm. And I don't think that's right. And I hate it. And they say the MCU is going through the same thing now. And it, Kevin Feige, who is the lead director, I think, of the MCU, says that at some point there will be more women heroes in the MCU than there is male heroes. And this is a kind of Mr. Man who would take that and assume the worst. That that statement is inherently bad, and I don't like that. You're quite right. And Thank I, you, I, Ian. I totally agree. I mean, yeah, he... he uh, and I've only seen a couple of his um, little 
internet videos, bless him. Um, <laughs> because I, you know, I think it is it is very important that we support the mentally less, you know. Um, you've only, you know, you've only got to look at the beard. I'm not being cruel. He's obviously a, a very touched, damaged, broken individual. Well, um, with a lot of action figures. <laughs> A lot. Yes. You know, I've got, literally, I've got one, two, three, I've got seven. And You've I got... I think that's a bit nerdy. One, two, three. Three? Three. Is three. that it? Yeah, there you go. I've got two. Yeah. I don't know how many we've got. I, I mean, I do have a six-foot cowboy cut out of John Pertwee in the Lock corner, it in but there. it's okay. I love With- John. <laughs> Your love life is your affair, and I wouldn't judge anyone. Well, he know. popped last time, so he's yeah, just sort of, uh, yeah, just had to what? sort of stick him... Mm-hmm. Has he ever been seen on camera? And again. What? Has he ever been seen? I'm not getting that out. No. <laughs> Get your pertwee out from the <laughs> <lads. laughs> But I, do, I think after watching Doctor Strange, I came across this channel. Because um, I like seeing you know, the spoiler talk. What's Doctor spoiler. Strange? Really? Yeah. Like right, who, it's who, late, who is Doctor late, Strange? Sherlock Holmes, but he can do magic. Right. Oh, is it um, Wanda Ventham's lad? That's the man. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? It's Wanda Ventham's lad. Who's that? Wanda Ventham. Benny's Oh, have man. you not seen Time and the Rani? Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you referring to an older man's son as Ben? No, Benedict Wanda Ventham. Ben- what? <laughs> Wanda Ventham, you know, from WandaVision. Surely. <laughs> What a great bit of casting that was. <laughs> She'd have been great. Oh, that would have been awesome. Oh, my God. I'm Introducing sorry. the new Wanda. <laughs> so, so Time in the Rani, 1987. Sylvester yeah. McCoy's first story. Uh, Faroon, the kind of lead um, Lacertian woman, was yeah. played by an actress called Wanda Ventham, who yeah. is the mother of uh, Bendy Back Cumberdunk. <laughs> That's a funny name. Bened- Benedict, right? Okay. So, th- how would you- how would you know that? What do you mean? How would I know what? That it's <laughs> what? How would you know that that's the he's Doctor Strange? Because he's he's the one with the tash, isn't he? Is that out now? No. Is it? Is he not? Oh right, okay. got moustache. I don't know then. Hasn't he got a moustache? No. Has he got a beard? He's got something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah, he's like a little yeah. circle like, like right. So he has like you has do that with, the goatee, oh, a, okay. a goatee, a go-to yeah. goatee. Right. Yeah. Uh, when you ask who's do- what is Doctor, do you want me to tell you what the film is or the well, character? Well, I mean, Ian did did sort of say, but I mean, if you want to just say it again, no. <laughs> the the latest Marvel film is Doctor Strange, and okay. not a lot of people like it, but I like it. I'm not a big fan of uh, Cumberdunk. Got to be honest. Neither am I, but I couldn't see anyone else playing Doctor Strange. Why is he strange? No, he just looks like the, he's he's great for the role. All oh, right, okay. Oh well. Um. I I don't know where I was now. So the point is that in <laughs> maybe ten years' time, there are going to be more Marvel films featuring female yep. superheroes yep. than male, and. Mr. Nerdrotic is coming at this from very much the point of view of, oh no, that's a terrible thing. Oh my God. Bingo. That's the yes. one. Um, now, so to hook this back to Doctor Who, what 
I'm guessing he's not a particularly big fan of the um, the Jodie Whittaker era. Well, but is we'll get... he? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> have I have I jumped the gun? Do you want to work your way back to that? Oh well. So to get back to Doctor, <laughs> <laughs> basically, right? I haven't seen much of Jodie's ones because I think you showed me a, a video. You showed me a little snippet of what. Uh, a nerd rotic and a heel versus baby faces uh, opinions on Jody and uh, it's horrific. It's genuinely right. horrific. They yeah. hate. I mean, her the thing as is, as a person, yeah, I think you can. No, I'm not saying I'm not sticking up for his his views. Go on, stick up. Yeah. So this is what Luke said anyway. That if you, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> panic! 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 <laughs> uh, you know. You can have the view that, oh, God. I can accept that someone can have the view that a female doctor is a, quote-unquote, bad idea. The (laughs) argument is is that the character has been a male for God knows how long, and now, all of a sudden, they've changed the sex of the character... And it would come across... People would say it comes across that it's just an agenda box-ticking thing. Not that, you. That, you know... Yeah. I, and this I, is yeah. what... He he is the sort of person that will use it as a... It's a box-ticking thing rather than just... Yeah. They just thought, well, I, let's just try it. Well, this was this was where Peter Davison got into trouble on Twitter, wasn't I it? Know. Because he, he sort of said, you know, isn't it... Isn't it sad that the kind of one role model for boys who's kind of brainy rather than brawny and he doesn't use guns? Yeah. It just uses, it's a shame that boys have lost that role model, um, which may or may not be fair, may or may not be true. I think at the end of the day as well, either whatever side of the argument that you're on, for even just say the gender of what the, of the Doctor, are we going to use Doctor Who as the example? It's probably the easiest one to have Go the for sort it. of two-sided thing. Yeah, yeah. I think whatever side of the argument that you're on, I think a lot of people forget that it is just a TV programme. Not and only that, that, I'll go one further. It's go on. a children's TV programme. I go family. It's for children. Fam- <laughs> families. Well... It makes me feel better. Family. I, I think it, it becomes, and especially in fandom, in that sort of world, it becomes an enormous issue when really it isn't. Like it just doesn't really matter, does it? And well, I think what about the exactly. MCU though. Well, yeah, but this just uh, just to keep it with the Doctor Who you for a keep second. Keep it there for that. I'm just, now, I've now. got I've got the speaking ball. Sorry, we need a teddy, don't <laughs> yeah. we? <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold up a teddy now. Now show us where he touched you. I can go teddy. one better. <laughs> <laughs> Here is. Oh my God, is that what I think it is? It's Barrowman. Oh, God, he's got <laughs> his Barrowman out on camera. With his legs backwards. It was bad enough when he was brandishing his bell, but now right. I can see his entire Barrowman. Now I'm holding the Barrowman and I get to speak. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm going to put Barrowman on my shoulder. Oh, actually. Um, right. I forgot what my point was going to be. I think that... 
look who it is. Do you see the stern rebuke from my little Sylvester? Is that Sylvester? It's <laughs> Sylvester with slicked back. Oh dear. Yeah, Sylvester. <laughs> he's just come out of the shower. <laughs> Head and shoulders since the dawn of time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I forgot what my argument was now. Well, it wasn't an argument. I think... You've got a John on your shoulder. You've got a John on your shoulder. Um, <laughs> I think... <laughs> Like Ian said, it is a children's show at the end of the day. <laughs> John Barrowman's draped it on your shoulder. Excuse me, mate, you've got a Barrowman? <laughs> Excuse me, mate. <laughs> Don't look now, but... <laughs> Don't turn around, whatever you do. <laughs> Just look at me. Look at my eyes on me. Come this way. Come this way. Come this oh. way. Walk towards the light. <laughs> Don't ask yourself what's twitching on my shoulder. Yeah. Just don't ask the question. It's just a pigeon or something. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's like a little bald mouse. <laughs> is that a chip on your shoulder or is it? Oh. Oh, anyway. So I think if... Uh, oh, God, I take now. I think if... Um, you can... You, you can oh, I don't know what I was saying. It was, it was about the argument of the gender of the Doctor yes. and that it's not really an issue, but I can understand why people have an issue with it. And it, and I think part of that comes with that for so long, the it, for so long that the gender has been, it, the Doctor has always been a male. Yeah. And for so long that to suddenly change it, it to, to the people like, heel versus babyface and neurotic it is ammunition for them because they've always thought it was a bad idea and the mm. fact that they've done it has just loaded the gun mm. like, yeah. and it doesn't help that the stories are terrible with themselves as well I think yeah that a big part of that comes with like you say that the content isn't great so they use that as more ammunition to yeah. you know they poke the fire with it of like, look, and it's shit as well. Yeah. <laughs> Ergo, yeah. syllogism. Jodie is a woman. The Doctor is a woman. Doctor yeah. Who is shit. Ergo. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, so line. the argument I use is that, you know, every so often people will say, should we have a female James Bond? Mm. And I personally would say, well, no, because the character is a bloke. He's a bloke in the books. The films are based on books. He's a, he's a bloke. He acts like a bloke. You know, he's a thug. Mm-hmm. He's a all he wants to do is shag people mm-hmm. and hit people. He's a very male character. It wouldn't work. It Whereas wouldn't work. with the Doctor, there is nothing gendered or sexual about the Doctor. They're completely neutral, so it, it shouldn't matter. Yeah. A tinker's cuss, whether it's a man or a woman. <laughs> you know, that that's, is, that's, that's been, the way I've yeah. kind of come round to to look at it. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't mean to recite everything you just said, Ian. But that's exactly. Whoa, 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 whoa! Could you please hold the barman if you wish to speak? <laughs> Do I have to? Yes. By the foot. <laughs> hold him by the foot. <laughs> um. <laughs> Look at him. Oh. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> I think exactly the same. I mean, you know, by all means, invent a really exciting female spy. 
and let's all watch yeah, a well, few films of that. That would be brilliant. I'll have a bit of that. What's happening next? I'm pretty sure I have seen some. Um, but, you know, you don't need to change the sex of that character for the sake of it. Whereas I feel like in a kid's show, you probably can get away with it if it doesn't yeah. impact on the storytelling one iota, which it doesn't in the case of the Doctor, who famously doesn't go around shagging people. So... I've been watching oh, the wrong thing. On. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's David Tennant, in which case all bets are off. Yeah, all bets are off. You can do and what he so wants. Are, and so are the trousers. Oh, but the MCU mm. is important, though. When you see the Doctor, you know, Doctor Who's just a show. But the MCU's a, it's driving the industry of film, now. It, it takes a lot of what happens in cinemas and audiences and audience goers and what happens. A lot but, of money's in it. But is that not it, more important? It how long can it realistically do that? I thought another it another ten years maybe, and then people people are gonna be I'm sick of superhero films, I'm sick of um MCU films, or they'll reboot them, or people's tastes will just move on. I mean, you know It's true. They are they have been culturally for about the last what, fifteen, twenty years, they've been the the mm. the the big guys in cinema, but it won't last. I'm always um, shocked. Like, I, I, I'm not a fan. I've, I've seen hardly any of it because I just don't... It doesn't interest me. Superheroes just don't... They don't tickle my John. And, uh, <laughs> they don't waggle your barrowman. <laughs> they do not waggle my barrowman. And, um, you know, I'm always shocked that it's just constant. Like, there's so much Marvel yeah. stuff that comes out all the time. It's like EastEnders. It just yeah. doesn't stop. Yeah. But, I d- but same with Doctor Who. And it has seen a fall off because no one cares anymore. But I'm just <sighs> saying that MCU's yeah. a lot more influential than Doctor Who ever, well, ever could be. But I think... Uh, I don't, it's, a, it's an interesting conversation to have, but it's also... I think it's a really hard conversation to have without the figures in front of you, or at least having, like, Russell in front of you saying, well, last week this didn't do very well. And the problem is, as well, that all of those people in charge will just say it's brilliant and it's doing so well. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they they just do, don't they? It's like, you know, like, when when Shooty was announced and Russell was with him, he was like, oh, yeah, and, you know, uh, Chibnall's doing so well and we all love Jodie. He's not going to say, do you know what? It's shit. I can't wait till he goes and I can get on with it. Yeah, you know, so it's all very, it's all very blurred. You'll never really know the truth of like no. what, what it is, and it's it's really hard to work out how well it is doing because the fi- the the viewing figures are one thing, and it's the same with Marvel. It's the same with everything. It's really hard to gauge enjoyment, yeah, especially for just a casual viewer. I think the casual viewers are the ones that really matter. Because the fans will just watch it anyway. Yeah. As much as fans, I say... There have always yeah. been a very small percentage of whatever weekly viewing yeah. figures there are. You know, it's... Yeah. I think it'd be, it'd, it would be interesting if you could just sort of find out the not-we thought yeah. of just, like... Of Doc, Bad Dog Who. Yeah, because like, I know, like, if whenever we've been doing an episode review or something, or, like, when we, when we watched... Um, when we did the last after show and Legend of the Sea Devils mm-hmm. was on... And my mum came across the road, and she was like, what the hell is this? And I was like, 
Uh, I don't think it was, yeah, it's like, you know, I, I always think, I wonder if that is what everybody thinks. But it can't be, because surely they just wouldn't do it. They just stop making it. it it's well, really presumably, hard. Presumably it's hard for them as well. So like in the old days, in the mid-80s, the viewing figures have fallen through the floor. You can say 12 people are watching yeah. episode one of Battlefield. We're cancelling this shit. Yeah. Now they can't do it because they can say, oh yeah, we only got 3.86 million viewers for that episode we're going to cancel it. Someone will go, oh, but what about catch-up viewers? What about illegal streamers? What about people around the world? Yeah. They can't cancel anything now. So all the shows that are on BBC One right now will never, ever get cancelled. They'll just never stop. They'll just keep going because they've got no idea if they're popular or not. <laughs> it's really hard, isn't it? I think especially with the with Jodie's era because it's been so silent as well. Like there's... Yeah, it's just been fans. Like, there's nothing come from them. There's no merch anymore. Yeah. You haven't got it's Russell on the one show. Just like, oh, it's great. Oh, yeah. it's marvelous. <laughs> Isn't oh, it wonderful? Yeah. yeah. If you lift the cap, it's up. I'm just going to sweep the barrel and <laughs> thing under a is little it? bit more. And <laughs> yeah. don't worry. Is 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 Chibnall like really shy or just really embarrassed that he's in charge of Doctor Who? Because I I wonder why he's not more of a high profile. Figure. Yeah, he's not said anything, has he? Really. He's done some like he's done like know. the official press things, hasn't he? For like when, yeah, yeah, He'll when do a Flux, or yeah. But I think he's probably scared of like yeah, probably because I think you'd know as much as they say they don't look at social media and they don't interact with it. Somebody who works for them is on Twitter, and yeah. somebody you know it's rubbish that if they say oh we haven't seen anything, rubbish. You are rubbish oh, you every have. every day. He's going to go on set, presuming, yeah. Yeah, assuming he goes, and one of the actors or the actresses will be crying their eyes out because they've just read something <laughs> horrible on Twitter. Yeah. And he'll look at it and go, well, I didn't read that. Yeah. I so, haven't seen it. Nothing to do with me. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't, he doesn't seem to be as high profile. And you're right, the merch doesn't seem to be happening. And there's no buzz about the show. And there hasn't been since, I would argue, season one. When yeah. you know there were there were there was a little five second trailer every night for a week leading yeah. up to the wow. final episode of season one, you know t- end of time or whatever you know time's running out three days two days one days it was yeah you couldn't move for it it was brilliant and now it's like oh some more of that oh yeah great. I d- I honestly forgot when Legend of the Sea Devils was on I don't know whether it was advertised on like BBC Live you know as you're watching TV yeah, yeah it was it that's, was advertised that's I knew it was on. Because I, I couldn't remember when it was. It was only the after-show chat saying, like, it's, it's on, on tonight. If you yeah. want to stick around. Yeah. If not, don't worry about it. But, yeah. But then... <laughs> oh, fuck <Man>. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but then so again... I shouldn't, I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> but it I is will. A, it, it's a very different landscape. And, like, I don't know if we're going to discuss the casting somewhat. I mean, we've had some responses. Yeah, I, I did want to. I suppose we should, we should segue on to that next, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, having... S- the landscape for how like everything is promoted and s- talked about and is very different now to how it was then. Like how the doctor was announced with a tweet, uh, an Instagram post of two yeah. hats and a blue box. Yeah, and, and it took me a week to work that out. That's how thick I am now. Well, I remember going on Twitter like <laughs> around got- about the time. Yeah, and somebody had like tweeted it and sort of put a question mark saying, "Could it be?" And I was just looking at it thinking, what on earth is that? Heart plus heart equals yeah. box. 
it I didn't I mean blue box I got that but I, it, it was only today that I remembered the doctor's got two hearts and then suddenly <laughs> it all fell into place because there are certain things that as a as a long-term fan you don't really remember or think about on a regular basis yeah. you forget things like the hostile action displacement system or the respiratory bypass or <laughs> the eye of harmony these are yeah, things that are in there but you they don't have need had a, to a know diver that. minus diving gear for a long time. Yeah. That's what he could have done. Yeah. Been like, oh, he's the next doctor. <laughs> <laughs> can hold his breath his for ages. Half human mother <laughs> side. <laughs> oh, that's the new. <laughs> it's <laughs> shooting. <laughs> <laughs> I think the reason why I brought up uh, nerd rotic and people like that is that. Oh, yeah, sorry. All oh. these. Thank you. Uncle Barrowman. <laughs> there's a lot of. Uh, push back from some of the fans about uh, who, who I. I think they're so hell bent on the doctor being a white man, a white man, yeah, a white man, yeah. Because yeah. that's just a character. Now, like you said, Ian Bond is defined by his gender. He is. Yeah. yeah. He just is. Um, and I think even the creators knew that. Even if they, they wanted to be more progressive, even if they wanted to. They just really couldn't because it just wouldn't work for the character. It'd be a huge clash, and it'd end up offending everyone. It just you'd be just horrible. be making Lara Croft and calling it James Bond. Yeah. Well, like I'd rather just have Lara Croft because she's really fucking cool. Well, I so in in No Time to Die, you had that new 007 who happened to be a woman. I'd love to watch a few films with her and as mm. the star. That would be brilliant. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't be James Bond because no. she'd probably do things in a slightly different way, and she'd be probably. Dare I say, more subtle and spying and clever and subtle. And we've had and like fifty odd years of James Bond now. Come on, yeah. James. I'd like to yeah. see someone else. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I feel like they don't like that. Well, they, I know they don't like that. It's my doctor. I grew up with him, yeah. and you will not change the character to you know to someone that I don't feel like would be the character, which is a woman. I I think not as me. well. Not you. I think as well. New Who is a very different beast to classic Who. Or as Matt from Neither Time or the Space calls it, old Who. There's nothing classic about it. It's just old. Ooh, I think... Oh, I know. Controversial. Is it? Well, well... No, it's true. That's well, yeah. It's just old. Um, so, <laughs> so like Drama. New Who... To the oh. people... I'd say... Sorry, thank you. Most people Clutch are watching... to John. I've... He, I, he is in my grasp. He's getting sweaty now, isn't he? He is clammy. He's like a trawlerman's sock. But he looks so excited to be held firm in your fist. He is very firm, I shall say. New Who, I'd say a large percentage of the people that are watching New Who are probably grew up with New Who, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. To a, you know. I don't know who would be because I'd never watch it. No, you know, but. Uh, like the people that are watching it now would, pro- I'd assume, probably grew up and yeah. watched New Who. Like they found Doctor Who because it came back. It's yeah. something, yeah, you watch because it's habitual. Yeah, that's I, about it. I, I think if you think of it that way, as in New Who is just a new thing, the idea of casting a woman uh, uh, is right. Okay, there's there's no sort of. I don't think it's that big of a deal. No, I think it only becomes a bigger deal in people's minds when they look back at like, yeah, but it was. It started in the sixties, and it's always been a man up mm. until now. 
I don't think they think of it like that. I think they only think it started in 2005. Like, sort of... Yeah, no, no I, I see what you mean. In the sort of... The landscape of people watching it now... Oh, yeah, It's just this new thing. Like, they treat it as a sort of... Not like they treat it as a... Like a reboot. But it's sort of... This is what we did, and that's what they did. Yeah. Like... The, none of that really matters, but this this is our thing now. That we, yeah. yeah, and I think that's I know, fine. but they keep contradicting themselves. If, if you're saying that's what uh, audiences, yeah, I think you watch it think, or I th- is this what the creators think or want it to be? I think this is what the creators think. Well, no, uh, because they constantly try and get old who back into new who, so they want to spice yeah, them. Yeah, them. but I think that's to sort of to buy their goodwill. So, like, they sort of. To keep the old fans not going, oh, yeah. it's bloody rubbish. We'll we'll give you a Silurian if yeah. you'll mm. give us um, an Asian actor. Yeah, I see your Silurian. <laughs> I see your Silurian, and I raise you. <laughs> yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It really yeah, is. That. In, a, in a car park late at night, there's two sets of people with cars. They're like, right, yeah. There's the, Ian the, Levine and Chris yeah. Chibnall. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, like send over the progressive socialism. <laughs> and I'll send over Tegan, who's been in my cupboard for four years. I'll let go. <laughs> you ever seen Bridge of Spies? No. Oh, we get it. It's um. We get it. Yeah. So I don't think it's. I don't think it was that. It was a big deal, but not in a sort it was of just bad a reveal. sense. It was like yeah, when Jody was announced, it was like oh. fucking hell, they've done it. Oh, yeah. But I sort of, I felt it coming. I thought it should have happened after. Well, I mean, you know what? It, pr- it probably should have happened after Tennant, but I'm glad it didn't because Matt Smith is my favourite. It should have happened after Matt Smith. But oh, in story, Ian. you know, if you look at it in story, his entire first regeneration, he was always a man. Not first regeneration, sorry. His entire first regeneration cycle, he was always a man. And it's only now he's got the new regeneration cycle that something's changed. And now he could go either way. So, you know, there's a nice... But then now we've got the Timeless Child and we've got all these previous... It's it's all just... See, I think Chibnall is probably lovely. He's probably really nice. And he probably thinks that he's just writing really interesting now, do you sci-fi the last Doctor time said that? Yeah, I know, I know. But, like, <laughs> I, I'm sure he thinks it's great. No, he doesn't. Like, I'm... And I don't mean that in a nasty way, as if, like, he thinks he's doing great, but everybody else is just pointing and laughing. <laughs> I, think, I think... I think he just thinks he's doing his job. I think he thinks that's a great idea and what an interesting thing to do and, mm. like, throw a right spanner in the works and, like, this will be cool. But it just sort of seems a bit like you're sacrificing just storytelling, really, for sort of... Well, so I found <sighs> out this week that Chris Chibnall is adopted... And oh, right, okay. the Timeless Child is his... That's interesting. ...is bringing that to the character of the Doctor and suddenly taking away everything he thought he knew about his life and giving him all these questions about where did I really come from as an adoption analogy, which I would say is a great thing to do, but not to the Doctor, because the Doctor, you know, the do- it must be awful to be the Doctor... You never stay in the same place. You never have friends for very long. You keep moving and moving and moving and moving. And that's a miserable existence. And now, to take away the one thing he knew, which is that he came from Gallifrey in the constellation of Casturberus. Tom? You know, 
It's ah, <laughs> oh, um, it's you know, it's it just doesn't, it just doesn't quite add up. It's it was an exciting idea, and I think if it had been resolved in an exciting way, or you know, resolved, followed through. <laughs> if basically what I'm saying is, if Chris Chibnall had followed through, then we'd all be a lot happier. <laughs> it's yeah, I think it's a bit selfish, isn't it? To I don't push think your, so. Put your agenda on a. I don't. Th- I don't think so. I, d- I don't think it's a selfish thing to do because I think a lot of writers do that. We'll they use their that. past experiences to. No, absolutely, just... yeah. But to a establishment like Doctor Who, it's a bit. I freaky. don't think it matters. I think. No. I think it's a storyline, but I just think it's a storyline that just doesn't really work. I think it uh-huh. looks great on paper. It probably does look great on paper. Yeah, like, I think of the potential I said, yes. of that. I would have thumbed it up. It, I would have thumbed him. If, yeah, straight up. <laughs> I think without, if fandom wasn't a thing and so toxic, I say that and, and I'm saying that I don't like the idea. If fandom didn't exist and people just watched <gasps> it and didn't care, like it was just yeah. the thing they watched, Yeah, it's a great idea to just mm. make that universe just enormous and like you can do whatever you want. Absolutely. Yeah. But if you do something like that, you're always going to annoy people because you are literally you're just destroying everything they thought they knew and they hate yeah. that i know but yeah and i Doctor hate fans it. don't like change which no. is the biggest irony in yeah, the world is, I think yeah that's the problem is <laughs> that i think that's the crux isn't it that chibnall made a massive change you make a massive issue out of an I, even I've, more complicated oh sorry i've got him i just shut me down <laughs> Look who's talking. With Harry and Luke of the Who Can Convince You podcast. You went to see Tori Amos as well. I did go to see Tori Amos as well. Bloody hell, that was good. I'm very familiar with her drummer. I was once very familiar with her drummer. Why? Ash Stone. Well, he was very good. Yeah, he was very good. Good drummeth very well. Yeah. Who is he? He's a drummer. He plays the bagpipes for (laughs) Tori (laughs) He plays the bagpipes for uh, Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's a drone, but why Why are you familiar with him? Why, what's he got to do with you? What's he got to do with you? <laughs> you know him? Yes. Personally? I, I know it, yes. No, you don't. How do you know him? Because I played a couple of festivals where he was there played, as well. So he just happened to be in the same location as you at the same time, so therefore you know him. Well, no, we spoke. Oh, okay. What about? About you. <laughs> Big and <laughs> Is that, yeah. We spoke about you. Tori was good, though, the weekend. She was amazing. I mean, yeah. what was what was interesting was, so I, I've been a big fan, you know, since the, the 90s when she started out. And whenever you watch, like, a live concert video, all their fans were just, like, um, two very distinct types of people and i was working on the theory that the intervening 30 years they'd have kind of grown up a bit and be be different people now but it was still exactly the same fandom um and and i thought i found that astonishing but the the music was great the stage show was good the lights were amazing um and i thought there'd be more people on stage you know, there was just, like, the yeah. guitarist and the drummer and, and her. And I was thinking, but she's married to, like, someone who's in the band or something, but I don't know, he might be a producer. Anyway, it was a great gig, and it was the first gig I'd been to. 
since um, way before COVID, probably the mm. last gig I went to was Florence and the Machine at the O2 in 2018. Wow. So my seeing two redheads in a row has kind of come uh. true eventually, but eventually. Good grief. I saw the picture of Tori you took on your yes. twi- on Twitter. Yes, um, I took slightly more on Facebook, um, but I just thought we'd go with a good one for for the Twitters. <laughs> that well, that was the best one, was it? Yeah, yeah. You could see all the. I was a long way away, so yeah. I had to zoom in. <laughs> probably wasn't on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably wasn't. It's probably one of the fans. Um, but yeah, that's that's. There's some good stuff actually in in DC over the next couple of months. There's um. Pet Shop Boys are playing with New Order and I think Paul Oakenfield. Um, The Smashing Pumpkins will be playing in October. Um, Arcade Fire are playing. Basically, there's a really good live music venue, literally the building next door to my new job. So um, I've landed on my feet there. Wow. Brilliant. um, I I missed the War on Drugs, so I really like the War on Drugs. And they... um, I think I think the first time I went to see the building I'd be working in, I noticed that that day War on Drugs were playing and it was too late to get uh. tickets at that point. But these things always happen. These things come to trial. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So anyway, I reckon we've got about 20 minutes before my wife clubs me to death. Brilliant. So That's all we need. That's all we need. Let's, we'll wrap it up let's, now. Let's do shooty, as um, no let's one said do, ever. I'll give you that copy. And we shall we shall read you out some people somebody's thoughts some people's thoughts and we can thoughts. express our thoughts alongside everyone else's so we're not correct so it's like a sort of track. smorgasbord of thought exactly a we're gonna thoughtsbord th- a thought we're gonna put shooty in the middle and yep. we're all gonna talk about them in a big circle right yeah That's shooty in the middle <laughs> <laughs> is right. this reggae. I don't <laughs> <laughs> So we've got some audio feedback. Now that's not how you spell Mark's name. No, yeah, <laughs> Mark Cockrum has just uh, spelled corrected uh, to Cochran, Cochran, Cochran. <laughs> so it's sort of half Welshified it. Um, so this is what Mark has has to say or had to say. This is sure. what Mark's going to say. I'm sure I've heard of him. Do you want your barman or... Oh, it's Mark now, isn't it's it? It's Mark. Mark, I'm going to hand you the barman and you may speak now. Mark has spoken. Was it Mark sent in audio feedback? Yes. Oh. Am I playing... Do you want me to play it? No, no. It's, yeah, oh, yeah, so we can okay. react to it. Unless it's like an hour long. Unless it's like an hour long. Um... Did he email it? I think he did. Where's it gone? <laughs> woof, woof. <laughs> Indy, it's only a squirrel. Let it go. It's not Harold. I mean, it's physically let it go. Just <coughs> Put it down. It <laughs> yeah. Don't bite the barrowman. <laughs> we've, all, we've all used that line. Hey, ladies, don't bite the barrowman. <laughs> oh, here we go. Mark Cockrum. Here we go. Agree. Okay. Not now. Click. Download. Is this your conversation with Mark? View. Here we go. And Mark has this oh, to hey, say. Good girl. Right, Mark. 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 On the All Space podcast. 
just thought I would drop you a little sound file with just a few initial reactions to the casting of the new Doctor. It's a name that I had not come across before, so that was rather nice. It was a nice surprise when the announcement came. I saw a post on Twitter that was sharing a uh, Instagram post, I think it was, from Shutigatwa. Um, I must admit, I'd not seen anything with him in before, so I have watched a couple of episodes of Sex Education on Netflix, and yeah, I'm really enjoying his performance in that. I can imagine it's not necessarily going to be the same performance he's going to give in Doctor Who. Um, But I think it's just a very exciting bit of casting. I think it's going to bring in a generation of younger viewers who who might have felt, possibly, that Doctor Who wasn't for them. And I think there are probably going to be a lot of older viewers like myself who have been through this many, many times before, who will be looking forward to seeing what this talented young actor is going to bring to the role. So, roll on 2023. That was Mark Cockrum there from... Uh, <laughs> Some <laughs> solemn words there. <laughs> Mark Cockrum there, reflecting on the life of... <laughs> <sighs> well, thanks for that, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Um... <laughs> uh, and there we go, yeah. It's a consensus a lot of people do have. It, it, they don't really know him. I'm going to assume but that when we've read out the feedback and it gets to this, our choice, yeah. our turn to say yeah. what we think, we're going to say, we haven't seen him in anything, I but have. we can't wait and it'll be interesting. I oh, have. you have seen him? Yeah. Okay. Well, don't say yet. Don't speak okay. yet. Next up is Matt Time Nor Space Pod in audio form. Okay. Matt says, hi, chaps. I've attached a short audio clip with my thoughts on the 14th Doctor casting. Cheers. Well, let's see what he has to say, shall we? So, he's going to start... Oh, all right, <laughs> fucking hell. There you go, Interrupted, <laughs> can't wait. Hello, Harry, hello, Luke. It's Matt here from the Neither the Time Nor the Space podcast. Um, in terms of Shooty Gatwa, I'm, I'm quite excited. I think it's a good appointment. Um, I'm not familiar with much of his work, but he seems a very charismatic, talented actor. Um, I'm aware that he's won BAFTAs or Scottish BAFTAs. Um, I like that he appears to be a little bit flamboyant. I think we've missed that with the Doctor in the past couple of iterations. Obviously, a man of colour playing the Doctor and the representation that that brings is a positive obviously there's going to be those who come out the woodwork to talk about the woke agenda of the bbc but i i think it's a a step in the right direction and hopefully you know he's a young man will hopefully try and get a younger fan base back on board and we'll see the program held in the esteem that it has been in the past so yeah I'm, i'm cautiously optimistic is how I'd describe my feelings at this point. Thanks for asking, guys, and hopefully you're enjoying a nice recording. Oh, thanks, Matt. Oh, he's gone. Oh, oh, he's <laughs> gone. <laughs> and he's gone. Nice well, thanks, Matt, anyway. So. 
So our next uh, bit of written feedback is by Ian. So sorry, Ian, for making you write that paragraph. <laughs> we'll get you to just say it. Um, Seems fair. Yeah, so the, I mean, I could, to re- I could just read it and <laughs> we'll, I mean, say, oh, we'll just, say goodbye now. Just don't, just just mo- skip on past me and then you can I think it's a terrible can... idea and I have no... <laughs> I woke up this morning, no, that morning, and thought, Shocked. what the hell? <laughs> Why, oh, why, oh, why? Straight over to nerdrotic.com <laughs> <laughs> to see what my good mate thought. Yeah, say. <laughs> my good mate with his very sane beard. Yeah. So next up is Daniel Cole in... Uh, Hi, Daniel. Uh, hello, Daniel. Hi, in Daniel. Hel- in, written feed- in written form, he has this to say, I remain open-minded. Oh, go on, then. You've done two things now. I remain open-minded. Let's hope hey. that- I remain open-minded. Let's hope for. I remain open-minded. Let's hope for strong stories and good character development, and maybe a Bill Potts slash Shiberman. Shiberman, great villain. Don't don't leave the cupboard. The doctor was here. Quick, cower, hide. We are the Shiberman. Or was that Sean Connery being a Shiberman? Yes. I'm a Shiberman. <laughs> Shiberman! <laughs> and maybe, I'm sorry, Daniel, and maybe a Bill Potts Cyberman hybrid <laughs> ally on the TARDIS. Interesting. If you repeat, if you can repeat what Daniel said, <laughs> what would you like me to re- read it again? And maybe a Bill Potts Cyberman hybrid ally on the TARDIS. Yes. Fuck me. I would argue. Sorry, Daniel. Well, I... What's the reason? Oh, God, it's hot. <laughs> oh, we need to make that happen. Oh. Uh, next up is Ian Nortcliffe, also in written form. Disappointed that they couldn't keep it under wraps. I wondered where that was going then. Disappointed they couldn't keep it under wraps until it happened. Ah. I don't watch much TV, so I'm not aware of of his work. Regenerations are always exciting. I remember watching Caves of Androzani on DVD so much that an electrical fault burned the house down. Ah. Now, I... I don't think you can blame a DVD for that. No. Do you want to read or are you going to get upset? Electrical. Christopher Page. Sorry. Sorry. I I, I hate to interrupt. (laughs) But can I sort of respond to that? You can. Because it's interesting how the... With each... And I'm just limiting this to New Who. But with each regeneration, it's got kind of a little bit less important every time it's happened. So, you know, you you get this big live reveal of... Um, Capaldi, you get a little minute-long film sequence for Jodie. Um, and Shooty just has to tweet something himself. Cause it's that's it's it. me. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag that's, Doctor Who. That's the announcement. <laughs> well, because I think that's going to circulate a hell of a lot more than just, you know, from page of a newspaper. But it's I bit, think uh, the thing is you'd do a bit of both, wouldn't you? You'd announce you on Twitter. You are right, but you'd... you'd and you'd, you'd uh, do a feels, whole thing... It feels kind of disrespectful. Like, you know, yeah. 10 years ago, we'd have a 20-minute show and Matt Smith would appear or there was that famous live show that introduced Peter Capaldi. And the new guy just doesn't get any of that. And is that I because think Doctor Who doesn't have the 
prestige it used to? Or I think, yeah, nobody, nobody's watching anyway, so you may as well just tweet yeah. it and save money. Maybe. Yeah, fair enough. Well, they're not watching it. Oh, come on. I think, I think part of it comes with that they're not in charge at the minute as well. Who? Well, Russell and shoot. Well, Russell and uh, whoever it is, Jane Tranter and everything, they're not in charge yet. They're not supposed to be doing. It's not their program. He's still in charge. I know, but the announcement. Oh, mm, I suppose. Everybody else has been the showrunner, isn't it? The announcement must have come, you know, it must have been signed off by the BBC. So it wouldn't Hmm. have killed them to, you know. Do a little five-minute reveal show or something. We've got to have something at the end of Strictly, haven't we, before... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's only British. Um, Christopher Page has this to say. Hi, Chris. Has he got heartburn as well, has he, or...? I was zero knowledge on... No, I have zero... No, that, that says have, Yeah, I know, it's, not low, was. it's low light. All oh, right. I, I have zero knowledge of the person, so... Kind of happy to have someone without any personal baggage. I don't know if she's got... On my part, uh, I just hope they give him decent stories. Make it about the adventure and not about the Doctor. (laughs) I get the idea that this is progressive, that a person of colour has been cast, and I support and applaud it, but I really don't want to see an entire season of stories about the Doctor being a... Oh, person of colour. I really don't want to see an entire season of stories about the Doctor. So I'm assuming he's sort of, like, it's let's, a season oh. of stories addressing that the Doctor's a woman. Yeah, let's, let's okay. pause, let's pause. They're going to focus on that rather than yeah, just... Okay. it's like a whole series. It's uh, fine. Touch on it, don't completely ignore it, but don't make a huge deal of it. Should have read that part after, really, shouldn't I? Touch no. on it. Don't ignore it was a John Barrowman song. <laughs> <laughs> Touch on it. <laughs> Don't ignore it. Let me drape it on your shoulder. <laughs> I, ro- I Sorry, Chris. I worry. I worry that they will try and make him justify him being the doctor. Just let him be the doctor. Next up is Sonia. I don't have any experience with him. But oh, Sonia! <laughs> yes, we've reached the point in the recording where the wheels have really fallen off. <laughs> this is great fun. Hi, Sonia, friend of the podcast. Sonia. Fr- yeah, Sonia. Sonia has this to say. Go on. I don't have any experience with him, no. but I I hear he is great on sex education. Good save from a couple of friends that have watched it. I'm excited. I hope they give him great stories. Mm. I definitely think they should address the obstacles the Doctor will face as a black man, but I hope it will not be a major focus. I want him to have wonderful stories that are exciting and interesting, very hopeful for the future. Mm. In the Russells... What did I just say? In Russells? In in the Russells. In in, in Brussels? No, in interviews... Yeah, there hasn't been much talk. I haven't heard anyone outright say it. They start to be one of colour, and they 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 don't really talk about that, which I think is a nice thing, because it's just assumed that it's just going to be Doctor Who, and I like that. I think we should celebrate that it is a person of colour as a Doctor first time round. But what what I think, I just to make it all about me for a minute. Go on, Ian. Cause I think it's interesting <laughs> that um, that Russell's going to be writing this Doctor, who probably will have one or two adventures where being black is an issue. And it is a story point, and maybe he will get a bit of 
prejudice for that. Mm. Because when you had Martha traveling with Tennant and they'd go back in history and she'd be like, am I okay to walk around? Because I'm, you know, not white. And he'd be like, oh, just walk around like you own the place. <laughs> and <laughs> David? <laughs> and didn't really address it very well. So it'd be really good for Russell to get the chance to do it differently now and, and to yeah, actually tell stories that do address that and, and make a difference. Yeah, I'd agree. I think. Do you want to read the next bit of feedback? Yeah, I'm just thinking. You're thinking? Yeah. I thought I could smell burning. Just because I like it. <laughs> I, I like the episode Rosa, and if they could do more episodes like that, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Uh, Liam, do I have to say the second name? Uh, you're only asking, do we have to say the second name? Because you can't say it, aren't you? No, I can't say it. Is Hutchinson. he Polish? Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Oh, yeah. No, he's not. Liam. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a tricky one. Come on. You can do Liam. Hutchinson. What? Can I go? Right. Yes. So this is from L- Liam Hutchinson from the Cloister Bell. Like Matt Smith before him, was not aware of his work prior to being announced as the next Doctor, but I'm sure he'll be brilliant. <laughs> He's done it. Are you reading it upside down or something? Like Matt Smith before him. <laughs> will be exterminated. Like Matt Smith before him, was not aware... Did you write these out? What the fuck? I know. Like, Just read what's there. I am like Matt Smith before him. Was not aware of his Why work. Why are you saying it really because weirdly? <laughs> like Matt Smith before him, comma, was not aware. Like Matt Smith before him, was not aware of his work. No, you're putting, to... you're putting an I in there. Oh, just fucking yeah. read it. You're Fuck putting an I me. that isn't there. So don't you come at me. You said, what you read gonna... it as it says. You're not speaking spell. You're human. Speaking, just read it. Speaking spell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like Matt Smith before him was not aware. Just Do not throw hands at me. <laughs> right. Like Matt Smith before him, I was not aware of his work prior to being announced as the next Doctor, but I'm sure he'll be brilliant. Looking forward to seeing his performance, but it's finally happened. An actor has been cast as the Doctor younger than I am. What? An actor has been cast as a Doctor younger than I am. Officially old. Did I read that right? Thereabouts. I mean, you know, Uh, let's just say yeah. Yeah, yeah, well done, Liam. You got the gist. Thank you, Liam. Thank you, Liam, of the the Cloister Bell podcast. We should have said as well, Christopher Page is TS... um, TSP and O-P-E-T. No, Time Shifters podcast and Orphaned Entertainment. That's the one. Um, Mm. Next Mm. up is Alice Armstrong. Hi, Alice. We haven't heard from you in a while. We haven't. We've never heard from okay. you. <laughs> uh, Alice has this to say. Talent, personality, energy, what's not to love? Too true. Too true. There you go. Joe says, I think that the BBC have made a very good move with a diverse new choice to, for the Doctor. Let's hope it gets the great reception it deserves. Oh, that, that's it. That's it, yeah. All right, then. Well, thanks for all the feedback. <laughs> um, I agree, mostly. And, um, Shooty, I've seen him in... Se- 
I've seen Shooty in Sex Education. Okay. I was wondering why you were saying it in some sort of Shakespearean the, way. The only... The only... Oh, yeah, big <laughs> the only thing I can think of that I might think... Oh, you know what? Maybe... Oh, I don't know. How tall is he? Mm. He's, he's not tall. I mean, so... And this doesn't help him, but the only photo I've seen of him, he's standing next to Russell T. Davis, who is obviously eight foot six. So <laughs> he's not, no one's going to look tall next to Russell, but wow. I get the feeling he's like a normal person's height. I'm going to say 5'9", five, 5'10", five, something like that, maybe. Well, I know he's one inch taller than Jody. <laughs> and I never looked at Jody and thought, you're too small. So maybe that she looked. She looked about the right height for a Time Lord. Yes. And it, what you're saying is that he's one inch taller than a perfectly <coughs> acceptable Time Lord. Yes, I think so. Brilliant. Good. Uh, so that, that's my only qualm. The only other thing. The only qualm is that you don't have a qualm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, Fucking yeah. adequately heighted actors. Oh, it's so racist. Sick awful. of this. BBC oh. box ticking. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't we have someone who's three foot one? So I think the casting of Shooty, I've never heard of him. I've never seen Sex Education because it's a programme with Gillian Anderson in it talking about sex. And I get the feeling I'd What's probably have Jillian? a massive... I'd have a massive heart attack if I ever watched that. <laughs> Is that a good or bad I, thing? I, I spent about 30 years... Fancying Gillian Anderson. Oh, I see. Got me nowhere. Got oh. me nowhere. So I can't watch Sex Education because I would just spontaneously. It will get you somewhere. Bust. Yeah. Burst. Um, so I've not seen him. Um, I think it's so overdue that we had a, a, a black actor as the mm -hmm. doctor of either gender. It feels mm -hmm. like if the show had continued into the 90s, it probably would have happened then. I mean, I always yeah. go back to when Neverwhere was on TV. And Patterson Joseph played De Carabas, and uh, that was '94. And I watched that and thought that that guy should be the next Doctor, playing it like that. That's brilliant. So it's so massively overdue that we finally got a black Doctor. Um, that said, he just seems quite sort of short and smiley and always happy. So I've not seen any of that kind of innate weirdness that you need to have with the Doctor. Um, yeah, Matt Smith's fundamentally weird. Eccleston, there's an element of the weird about him. Any of the classic doctors, weird. You know, you need a you need a good dollop of crazy in your doctor. I think you see I, that in sex education. Do you? Brilliant. Yeah, I'm really pleased um, to hear that. It's quite a diverse character as opposed to the rest of them. But a lot of them are um, very one note. This right. is the crazy one. This is the angry one. This is the sensible one. Right. I think him and uh, the main character, I can't remember who who he is. Uh, Butterworth. Something Butterworth. Peter. No. <laughs> <clears throat> Peter Butterworth. Deep fake. <laughs> but, yeah, I think other that and the, the, the girl as well, I can't remember her name either. But um, Gillian Anderson. No, that's, that's uh, but Butterworth. There's two mom. girls in it. That's crazy. Yeah. God, the world's gone mad. The one girl in it. girls at the screen willy nilly. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's three main characters, and one of them's a girl. That's what I meant. Right. I can't, I can't remember her name either. But um, yeah, there, there's like one episode in particular, I think, uh, where Shooty has to play it's really serious and deals with uh, quite, quite, just oh, what's the word? Shit. Shit, no. is that the word? <laughs> heavy, heavy stuff? 
Yeah, just heavy yeah. stuff. Right. And um, cool. for the whole episode, it is about him. Um, and you see him go up, down, being unsure. You know, just a varied actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, to be honest, is a hell of a lot more than we got for a good few years from Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, oh, well, that's cool, then. So he can definitely do it. He can definitely do it. And I think at least there we're in safe hands. There you um, go. And with that excitable craziness, that's definitely the character as well um, that he plays in Sex Education. Um, do you like bouncing around and, and just getting excitable over anything or just being random as a doctor is sometimes. Yeah. So it's all so, there. So it's maybe capable. in a kind of a Matt Smith kind of way? Um, no, Not, I don't think... I don't without, think, without being sort of plank-faced, angular and weird, but just in terms of having that Frankenstein-esque. kind of Frankenstein-esque. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Frankenstein. The lumpen and ghastly Matt Smith did come across the screen. No, but I, you know what I mean, just the, in terms of the excitement. Yeah. That. I think you could either take it uh, one way or the other. Either really, really quite sensible... Yeah, with some sparks of like um, moments of just craziness, or which I do think he's going to do, uh, go overboard and just make it a fun doctor who is just wacky and ha- can and is capable of doing a serious moments and getting angry stuff like that. But I don't, I don't see it. Uh, I don't, I don't think we've seen this this doctor ever. Maybe resemblance of, of of it in old who but no not definitely not new who i think this will be a completely different doctor we've not seen before that's what i'm excited well, for that that after 60 years that is something to look forward to yeah i mean because that was the great thing about casting jody it's like oh fuck it at last someone's thought of doing yeah. something different with yeah. the show. and she ended up just playing it so and the thing with shooty is you know like i said before it's fundamentally a kids tv show and you imagine the positive impact in the playground if you're a kid who suddenly looks like the doctor or the doctor suddenly looks like you and all the kids want to play with you and you're the star. That's going to do so much for representation. That's such a good thing. Yeah. And it's so overdue that he could be shit. It doesn't matter. You know, It's just fundamentally a good thing because of who he is and because he looks really pleased to be doing the job. He does. Well, there we go. I think I'm sure you'll all have a lot of fun watching Doctor Who whilst I'm watching something else on Britbox, probably. <laughs> let me know how the 60th goes. We'll let you know. The, uh, the centenary this year. Let me know how it goes and I'll, uh, I'll, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we should just say thank you. To Ian. Yes. Thank well, you, Ian. <laughs> oh. It's been an absolute joy. It's Likewise. Incredible. Thank you for coming on, Ian. Thank oh, you very anytime. much. Anytime. Oh, can you do next? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you had fun. I don't, I don't go out much since COVID. You know. I'm generally around. He's always there. He's always yeah. there. Like a ghost in the machine. Oh, good grief. <laughs> we'll get our uh, secretary to send you a, send you a T-shirt. Yeah, our people yeah, will get speak your to your people. Yeah. Speak to my, <laughs> well, do my, you give my us... people is essentially indie the dog. So There you go. You know, we'll, we'll give them a bone as well. Um, do you want to give yourself a plug? <laughs> Don't ask John Barrowman to do that because that would, be, that would go very badly. He's do I want way. to give myself a what? A, a good tug. Plug. Plug. <laughs> I thought you said tug, and I, uh, you know... And well, I the, my Skype, food's so going to be here in a minute. Why don't so they have it in a lifetime? Uh, you can hear me with 
uh, the aforementioned Mark Cockrum on a little podcast called uh, All of Time and Space, where we talk about all of Doctor Who in order, which we've been recording for about 20 years, and we've only just got to the end of William Hartnell. Um, and my new podcast, uh, which launches in the next week or so, is called The Electric Sodcast, and it's some comedy that I've done with my best friend. So listen out for that, by which I mean actively go and search for yeah, it. Yeah, go and find and subscribe it. Subscribe to yeah. it and listen to it and like it and rate and review. Oh. Please. Oh. And there we go. Oh. Well, Ian... It's been wonderful. It has been lovely. I've had a great time. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad we haven't bored the shit. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, so thank you. Um, go and check out Ian's works. Give him a Google. Not a Google image search because you don't know what, like, you know. But, yeah. No, that's, that's not going to help no. improve anyone's yeah, day. Don't do that. So, Actually, yeah. Um, just, yeah, don't worry about it. Just leave it. <laughs> just leave and, it. Um, yeah. There we go. I've there been Harold. I've been Luke, as always, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's been Ian. There he is. <laughs> Off he goes. <laughs> he could get his Chinese. <laughs> Bye, Ian. Just running away. <laughs> this pallid, hefty man running towards the door like <laughs> Billy Bunter. But Billy Bunter getting a takeaway. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ian. Great. You can send in your feedback, comments and suggestions by contacting us on Twitter at whocanconvince, email us mail at wccy.co.uk or visit www.wccy.co.uk. Be sure to leave the podcast a rating and a review on your podcast platform. If you can't get enough WCCY, consider supporting us on Patreon for £1 per month. You'll gain access to our Patreon-exclusive series, Reading Club, bonus videos, blogs and more. Visit patreon.com forward slash WCCY or visit our website for more information. Thanks for listening and thank you for your support.